0: Welcome to Paulie Malignaggi from Brooklyn to
1: the world. Proudly representing his hometown of Brooklyn, New York. Paulie Malignaggi takes you inside the ring and beyond. I'm definitely far from shy. We're gonna be ranting about a lot of stuff, not just about boxing. I'm it on life in general, many sports topics and politics. Paulie doesn't hold back. The two-time world champion, Paulie the. Holy yeah. moly, Peter A cause, Brooklyn to the world. Yeah, Pete, what are we up to over here? Fifty-three. Uh, we're up to our official, our official new
0: yeah. year episode. New contract, right?
1: New contract. Is it like yes? I no don't
0: cursing and
2: are
1: we allowed to discuss our contract? Uh no no <laughs> we're, we're not allowed to. <laughs> <'Cause>
0: please don't
1: <laughs> all, right, all, right, well, all right there's
0: no no fucking cursing on the show exactly oh. we're gonna try to clean it up and if Peter Cards is now
2: they don't want. that we're doing we did a uh, licensing deal with Family Guy now we're gonna call him Peter Griffin for the, the love on. of podcasts
1: oh. you know, we're we only still here because for the love of podcasts cause that's it's right where you guys are paying us are you, you bro, lo- <laughs> Ouch.
3: <laughs> lo- shots fired you, boom you I love, love our fans
1: and we know our fans are so loyal that. Well, we have a good time uh, hanging out with them. I'm glad the mic we is... Gotta, we got to <laughs> figure out a way to get these calls in, though. If we're going to keep doing this podcast this year, we're going to have to figure out a way to get actually get our fans involved and call right, in. when you're
2: in the studio next time, we'll do but calls. We need, like a,
1: we need, like, a a, a schedule because well, last time we were so disorganized. I mean, no. we've been so disorganized. I don't even know whether I'm coming or going to well, get these calls. Well,
2: Pete doesn't tell me he tweeted out the number until, like, uh, 10 minutes after we start the show. He's like, oh, by the way, we're going to
0: get some calls.
1: Yeah? Is that yeah. how you did it?
0: Yeah. Do, kinda. Do I have to warn you that your phone is gonna ring? That's sitting right here. Kinda. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We yeah. gotta get it ordered. gotta know. record it. I gotta know. hold. I, yeah. I'm talking. I don't realize like, there's like 40 people on hold. I'm talking. I don't realize. Oh, yeah. Don't you get know. me wrong.
0: Listen, we we got <laughs> into a couple of good <laughs> uh, topics, and I'll then you, you know it goes uh, a little
1: over time. You know, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the phone's lighting everybody, up. Everybody's lighting up. Hold it. Next, and next time, I'll, I'll
0: get your
2: brother Pat Antonetti, your cousin from Sicily. He'll do the phone screen. Who's that? Who's Pat Antonetti? He
1: knows
0: him. Pat, the Met
3: fan.
1: Oh, Pat. Pat. Me your poor, poor guy. Met, Met <laughs> fan, jet fan, devil fan. Poor he's prick. He eats a
0: lot of them, devil so. dogs. Yeah. He's
2: good.
1: Pat can help out, no? That's what I'm saying. I'll yeah, make it happen. Yeah, yeah we got to make it happen. We got to do, yeah, something. We're gonna do, do something. Yeah, going to do something, Seth. Tell, tell him... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tell them uh, maybe they'll take you better care of them than they take care of us. Yeah, we'll see. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I'm not.
2: I'm not doing the show anymore. We so, no. got so, Brian next. We week. got love
1: for you, though. don't exactly. worry. Welcome exactly. to the world. The fans, they all got love for you. Don't worry. I'm sure you know. I that. love you too. <laughs> all right, beautiful. So we got a lot, a lot to talk about today. No, a lot of uh, a lot of boxing. First of all, we got our guest Peter. Why don't you introduce our guest? What kind of a what kind of a host are you, bro? You eat. At you're at his always r- introducing guests. So all of a sudden today, you're, you're 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 like a mute. You eat at his restaurant. <laughs> I don't know. Three meals. I, I, this is where three. I go watch my shape guys. Right. When I watch three my Champions League games, when I, when I don't have to be in this degenerate office where they don't have a TV that works, when when the games are on, I, I am. I, I actually am going to my friend Giovanni's restaurant in the village. Right? Was it village? The yes, sir. <laughs> yes, it's village. Go ahead, Giovanni Bartocci. Let's yeah. introduce him. And Giovanni yeah. Bartocci. Hey. Hey. Gio. Oh, over here, Pace. AKA VDP. Restaurant, Italian food, great cuisine. And if you're in town for uh, the football, as as the Brits call it, or the Champions League, well, that's where uh, we watch our games. Go ahead. Okay, okay. And, uh, I can leave. I can leave. <laughs> After all, all introduction from Pauly, the magic man. For no. no. anybody there, that's in New York City on the day of the Champions League final, the 28th, we will be watching the Champions League final at his restaurant. Yeah, try the real. real Madrid right? versus <laughs> Atlético Madrid. We will be there. The Derby. The, the Derby. The, it's yeah. the Madrid Derby. Derby. We got to call it like Derby. the Brits. The oh, Derby. The Derby. Yeah, Derby. the Madrid Derby. But it's the Champions League final.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Boom. <laughs> Double boom. What about that they try that <laughs> And n-
0: it's my bachelor party that and night. And it's the bachelor party that oh. night. Oh. That night, yeah. yeah. That night. Mom, so people
1: will be man. pre-gaming at VDP for his <laughs> bachelor party that night. Can you guys imagine? The, you guys... Guys... Yeah. For the twenty eighth, if you if you're a football fan, if, if you're just an Italian food fan, come come <laughs> to V D P Via della Pace. It's called V I A Space D L A A Space P A C E. Via della Pace. As for Giovanni, Pauli will be there, Peter Cards will be there. We'll be watching the games. Seth Nyman, the twit himself will be there. <laughs> and uh why don't we do well, about, what, what what do we, do our, what do we give, uh, uh, social media, Giovanni? What is the social media? Ah, oh, the social media
4: is uh, Via della Pace on Facebook. Via della Pace on Facebook and Via della Pace on, De on Instagram. Via della
1: Pace, De on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, eh. s- I suck. In God, Twitter. You suck. <laughs> <into> it, <laughs> really, yeah, no good. I, I can barely like like You yeah. like a more modern social media. Yeah, no, no. I, I feel like I'm behind. I feel like I'm an no, old you geezer. Know, like, like, like I tweet more no. than I Instagram, you know? Like I feel like I'm an I'm an old geezer with that. I feel like all the cool hip people that do the IG stuff, you know? And I don't even get don't even get on now. Snapchat. I even not, right. no, Snapchat, I feel like it's such an invasion it. of privacy. I can't do that. Like, like if well, I do Snapchat, I'm in, I'm in a load of shit. Like, I, it's, too
0: it's it's actually not an invasion of privacy if you choose to put it out yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like,
3: then you, I feel like then Invidia you're forced your to. Privacy. No, I you know
1: what it is. It's not. It, I feel like then you're forced to put it right, out. Like, right, if right. you have Snapchat, you are then forced to show the world what you're doing. You forgot. And I don't want to do. I don't want to show the world what I'm doing. 24-7? Half, <laughs> half the time. No, I, you can know what I'm doing sometimes. I just don't want to be involved all the time, you know?
2: God forbid you use that to promote the podcast. <laughs> right. Forbid. Yeah.
1: God forbid. Yeah. Well, what are we doing? I got um, to do, I gotta learn to do some promoting of yeah. the podcast. You know, I, got, you I, forgot, I, do, I do some interviews over the weekend at the fights. I, I, They always ask me, where do we find you? I always tell them my social media and stuff, and I forget the podcast. You know, you guys got to—you know what? You, My podcast listeners, every time I go to a fight from now on and you know I'm going to get interviewed, remind me on the fight weekends to plug the podcast. Yeah, but well, I'm going to plug the pocket. Bro, like, next weekend, have. I'm in Vegas. By the way, next weekend, I am not, I'm not going to Russia because we couldn't get our, our visas straightened out first. You know what? I'm going to get into that. I'm actually going to get into that right now. So, next weekend, I'm going to Vegas for a lot of my erosion. Charlo versus Trout and Charlo, the brother, versus uh, John, John Jackson. Not Yeah, John Jackson. It's Julius and John. It's John Jackson. All right. John Jackson. So, there's a junior middleweight card. I, originally, they were going to split up the team. I was going to go to Russia with Mauro Ranallo. Mauro, Mauro Ranallo, Mauro, and the rest of the team was going to go to Vegas for the Showtime for the other Showtime card, and we were going to split the team. So what happens. Andre Rybinsky won the press bid. We all know that already. So we we sent uh, some guys over from Showtime to Russia to try to monitor the building because you can't just show up and say, okay, we're going to broadcast the show. We're going to see. We got to see how we're going to be situated. You know, they had the American broadcast booth like in the crowd. Like they had us like <laughs> sitting in the crowd. Like to where to the point where like. We wouldn't be able to actually call the fight ringside. We would have to watch it on the monitor. You know, we have the monitor by our desk because we would have been sitting so far from the ring. defeats well, the purpose. If that's the case, then Showtime is not going to pay for my flight to Russia or Marrow's flight to Russia if we gotta call the fight on the monitor. Monitor. I can't talk today. Monitor. If we're gonna call it on the monitor, so we're just gonna do it from the monitor in Vegas. So now we gotta work twice in the same day. I gotta work earlier in the day. Povetkin, Wilder Povetkin, in the afternoon from the monitor in Vegas, uh, from the office or whatever, the, uh, the truck, whatever we're gonna do it from. And then that night we're gonna work the Lara Modaroja fight in the and the and the uh, the Cholo brothers fight. You're
0: gonna call it from Otruko. Otruko, as we say
1: it's Sicilian.
3: It's <laughs> Sicilian-American, that's not even Sicilian, yeah. that's
1: Sicilian-American. <laughs> so, so we're gonna call it from the truck. And uh, it's a shame, you know, I was looking forward to going to Russia and whatnot, but uh, we couldn't make it happen. Um, I don't know, man. If I, if I'm, I, I, that's like kind of weird to me that they're being so, uh, as we call it, Joe. No, shady. <laughs> a, little, a little bit shady. I mean, I don't know. It's gonna be. I, I, I think uh, unless Deontay knocks Pavekin out cold, it's gonna be. It's gonna, it's gonna get a little weird out there. We'll see how that, how that plays out. You're anyway.
2: not gonna do the UK fights too on uh, the, uh, the other fights. Might as well do all of them. Might as well do all ten fights that night.
3: Well, yeah, because oh,
1: David, David Hay, David yes, hey, by the way, he actually hit me up and wanted me to work his fight. You know, he said he wanted some quality announcers and he wanted me to work on the announce team. That's but, awesome. But I said, I, well, at the time, he hit me up a couple of weeks ago. At the time, I thought I was going to Russia and I said, listen, man, I, I, I got to give Showtime a priority first anytime. I can work with other people. I just have to give Showtime priority. And that particular day, I have to be in Russia. Well, either way, I have to give Showtime priority. So even if I'm not in Russia, that particular day, I now have to go to Vegas for the purposes of Showtime. So either way, I, I would not be able to be free on the 24th. First, which is a shame. What, what time is a Wilder fight going on? On Showtime. I'll tell you, man. Now it's well, going to be weird. Live, it's probably going to be when we fought. When we fought, four o'clock or so. Um, I like that.
0: Yeah, when you fought Sinchenko, it was like three thirty.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah. It's going to be about three thirty or four o'clock. I mean, actually in Vegas, where in I'm going to be, I'm going to end up working noon. at like midday, like noon oh, yeah. or one
0: o'clock. I'm going to be working like
1: ten yeah. hours straight. It's going to be a crazy yeah. day. It's going to be a crazy day at work. But Luckily, you'll be I'm done by. Fade. You'll be
0: done by like seven o'clock at night.
1: Yeah, like, yeah, like 8 o'clock yeah, you get done, like That's 8. the best part oh, about I, Vegas. I'll be stuck in
0: Vegas. Oh, what are you going to do, Paul? <laughs> yeah. That sounds terrible.
2: I feel so oh, bad for you. Yeah. i, don't <laughs>
1: yeah. I you, could go, so.
0: you could go gamble and fuck women. We feel bad for you. Yeah. yeah. Poor guy. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Life sucks. Anyway, so that's... Make sure a, you also, anyway. bes- Besides <laughs> the women,
0: also plug the podcast, okay?
1: Pa- plug yeah. the... Yeah. Not, after after not just done, the women.
0: After you had done plugging the broad, yeah. plug the podcast. Too. Boom. Can you guys...
1: Remind me that, like, yeah, this, yeah, I'm when gonna, I'm, I'm out in Vegas, yeah. shoot me a couple of texts. Maybe the Twitter, the the Twitter the followers, tweeters. they'll yeah. they'll hit me up. Be like, yo, plug Brooklyn to the world when you're talking to the reporters. Because you know, reporters are like, honestly, like, I wouldn't, I, I'm not anywhere near an A-list celebrity, but on fight weekends. You know, you're guys like stalk you like 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 you're an A-list. You're you know? triple like, A-list. You turn around and like you got the guy with the camera like they creep you out right in your yeah. face. You know what I'm saying? So you know, and then you forget like what you're gonna say as far as plug and stuff. You start talking about boxing and you forget like, you know, the plug the important stuff, like right, right, like right. plugging the podcast, you right. know. So I gotta give us some plugs, man, you know? Yeah. I gotta I gotta give this uh I gotta give us some love, you know? I'll bother ball- i am start so bothering you with the text. Yeah, you do it. You're yeah. gonna have plug to plug it in, plug it in. Boom, exactly. So, so that's uh, that's that deal. So next week I'm actually going to wind up in Vegas and not uh, not in Russia. I thought I was going to be in Russia. But and
0: you know that on another note, <clears throat> that's surprising because um, and Putin
1: was going to be at the fight. I right. wanted to meet Putin. <laughs> well, I wanted to meet Putin. <laughs> maybe I'm in the minority, but I actually like Vladimir Putin. It'd uh, be a great picture I too, agree. Paulie and
2: Putin. Be a like, great picture. He's a
1: no bullshit guy.
2: Right. He's, right. A, he's a
1: true leader. You fuck with him, and he you're going to have a problem, which is what a leader should be. Like Trump. That's it. You know <laughs> what I'm saying?
0: They're both What's like hot yeah.
1: Oh, brides. i leave F- <laughs> Trump's coming out <there> today. <laughs> no, go. Come on, G-O. Come on, we're a, we're a Trump-loving group over here. Well, at okay. least I me mean, so I don't know about Seth. No, I, but he's, I, he's the,
0: right. Listen, there's got to be some uh, some immigration reform. It's not just kick everybody out. It's uh, okay, some reform. And you
1: know. I don't. I, you know, you can never kick anybody out. Anybody, right. Really. You're not. You're not going to really kick everybody out. Like, well,
0: let's let's talk about it later. Let's
1: yeah, talk, right, about, right, let's right, talk right. about
2: some boxing.
1: Yeah. Let's talk about boxing. That's, that's, that's like the <laughs> this, the steering wheel here. Uh, for the show, because we tend to lose lose uh, our Control. focus, we're like the ADD <laughs> of podcasts. We start talking about one subject and we lose another subject. And apparently, according to our new contract, we have to keep <laughs> it boxing first, and then we can veer. off We're allowed to veer off later, as opposed to just shooting off at the hip. Because sometimes me and Peter Cards, we end up thinking like we're just in the living room talking, and you know, me and Peter Cards are hanging out. We we end up, you know, we end up just talking about anything at any given moment. So we we a lot of times we bring you guys into our living room and in the podcast we end up talking about anything and I didn't give a moment. Well, apparently, according to Seth the twit, we have to <laughs> keep it a little more organized than that. So we're gonna we gotta shoot for boxing first and then we'll veer off into our uh, political spasms and uh, all that other good stuff after.
0: Yeah, when he's here, he's Seth the Wit. He's so smart. Yes, yes. That's the the genius. But
1: Donald Trump's tax is twenty five percent. I want to pay twenty five percent. I want to pay fifty percent taxes anymore. <laughs> I'm sick of paying all this money in taxes. It's an extortion. Fuck you, Bernie. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. All right. Back to boxing. Back to boxing. We had a big fight weekend over the weekend. We had... Uh, it
0: was a shocker, right? First of all, I'm going to
1: get to the fight. I'm going to get to the fight before the fight that was a shocker. I'm going to get to the shocker fight. Because there was a card in England this weekend that was a shocker. If anybody saw Ishmael Smile knock out Kevin Mitchell a few months ago, what happened Saturday night was a shocker. Okay? First of all, shout out to Anthony Krola. He had a war, from what I heard, with uh, Ishmael Borosho. I got to actually watch that fight on YouTube or something. Borosho knocked out Mitchell a few months ago. He's a total killer with all the knockouts on his record. Just a, one of these mean-looking dudes. Takes the early lead against Crawler, and then he seems like he punched himself out.
0: Did you say he, he dropped him, too, I don't a body he shot or him.
1: It's, I, don't, I don't know uh, I, I don't know what ended up happening, but Borosho started well. Took the lead. Uh... Crawl out withstood it and then dropped him with a body shot and stopped. Him. Mm. And if, if you're punched out, the last thing you want to do is get hit with a body shot first.
0: Well of. let me tell you something. The
1: last thing like I've been in fights. I've been in fights even that I've won in like like round 9, 10, 11. Like I'm actually like kind of winded and tired. And I actually tell myself in my head, don't get hit with a body shot right now. Whatever you do, do not get hit with a body shot right now. Like when you're at that point where you're really tired, the last thing you want to do is get hit with a bad body shot, because you know you won't be able to take it. And I guess Barosho punched himself out so much. In the early part of that fight, I probably assuming he was going to get the knockout because Barosha knocks everybody out. Right. He probably assumed he was going to get the knockout. And when Krola <laughs> withstood the storm and came back, he got him with that body shot and stopped him. I cannot imagine how crazy that arena must have been. Can you imagine how crazy the UK oh, arena must again. have been? I mean, first of all, the UK fans are the tops, the tops in the world. So when you have a huge main event like that, the arenas are jamming, singing. I mean, by the time you get to the main event of the night, it is the decibel levels rising. It is a festive atmosphere, it is a crazy atmosphere fear I I wish I could feel what Anthony Kroller felt Saturday night because it must have been an amazing feeling I gotta say you get that knockout come from behind the fans are probably on the edge of their seats pissed drunk of course because it's been a night of drinking and partying and being festive as the UK fans love to do and then their guy gets the knockout Boom. their guy gets the knockout with a body shot it probably went nuts Especially,
0: especially Anthony Krola and, Anthony and, Kroll, and, who's
1: been through so much right. and is becoming more and well, more loved and these are the things that will make him loved even more and that's the
0: thing you know that him being behind is not gonna stop him yeah, he's been course, through, he's so, been so, been much. through he's so much he's got so much character yeah, definitely a
1: shout out to Anthony Krola a huge uh, win Seth, and it's do you also a win do you know the story about uh, Anthony Krola cut me off God.
0: But, you know, educate, educate, <laughs> we We're gonna, educate we were gonna him, you know? get into it. We we're gonna go get ahead, into
1: it in a second. Can, well, two comes before three. Can I get to it? Right, right, one, right. two, three, not that one, three. Atta girl. Go ahead. So, <laughs> Anthony Crawler was, uh, we, he, not that long ago, maybe in the last couple of years, maybe a couple of years ago, uh, was in the hospital and, uh, very in badly coma. injured. <clears> he <throat> was in a coma and they said his boxing career was over because he tried to stop a home invasion at his a neighbor's home invasion, house. Invasion, yeah. And he was beaten. Um, almost uh, with beaten pipes to death and, yeah. and bats Jesus or whatever, gross. and almost beaten to death. And they said he'd probably never fight again. But not only has he fought again, he's, he's come back to win the world. The world. Oh, come he's on. come back to win the championship of the world in exciting fashion, and then he's come back to defend it against a guy that I'm telling you that was not an easy guy to deal with. Ismail from is It's not an easy guy to deal with, and he came back and got this stoppage. This is really gonna put him uh, at the forefront. And at a moment where British boxing, UK boxing, is is. Getting so much hype right now and, and and getting so much love and rightfully so they got so many champions. Uh, Anthony crawler is uh, right at the forefront of those names uh, with with a win like he got on Saturday night.
0: And you know what's crazy? He's like, uh, it, when he fights, he's he's an animal. He's a savage. But I'm gonna get into, okay. when when you, we were in London for oh, your fight, right. I sat with him at the bar. You would think that he Coolest was just guy. a regular guy. COVID. oh my cool. god down to earth yeah. is like an understatement Yeah, coolest guy coolest. i'm like wow you know you're a great fighter i'm a fan he's like thanks man thanks i'm like it was crazy what happened to you and everything he goes yeah yeah it's crazy yeah no. but you know you do what you gotta do you know
1: like he just <laughs> like a regular guy i'll yeah, <laughs> tell you man a lot of you know I, you wouldn't have been crazy to think he was crazy for actually fighting again let alone you wouldn't have been crazy to think when he's fighting again that he probably wouldn't win a world title and you would have been crazy to think he was going to lose Saturday night. And he keeps proving people wrong. Right. He keeps upsetting the odds. Keeps striving to be great. And uh, shout out to Anthony Crawler. He really did a great job on Saturday night. But, of course, boxing, <coughs> there's sad stories, happy stories, and sad stories. And I got to get into Ishmael Barosha a little bit because mm-hmm. Ishmael Barosha is a guy who comes from nothing himself. And uh, Where is he from? You keep saying Venezuela. Oh, okay. Okay, so I-, I know a little bit about Ishmael Barosha because I saw him even before he knocked out Kevin Mitchell. I saw him. On a card in Long Island. He signed to Greg Cohen, who's a local promoter here. And I saw him on a card in Long Island, the fight before he knocked out Kevin Mitchell. So I had already seen him, but I, you know, I hadn't heard a lot about him, aside from his record on paper. It was all knockouts. And I remember, it was a card in Long Island that I went to, and uh, at the weigh-in, he was crying. Because he had just found out his wife had been murdered, oh stabbed to death, back in Venezuela that day the day of his weighing. Oh okay. my God. so he fought with a heavy heart the day in long island. He knocked out um this African kid, um the kid the African kid that was signed to Joe the Guardia, uh uh some Kinda Kinda, I think his last name is K- okay. K-I-N-D-A, I'll I N D A. Kinda. Find it. Yeah. Isuf Kinder or something like that. He knocks him out and becomes the uh, mandatory uh, or becomes gets himself a shot at the eliminator, which is uh, the shot of Kevin Mitchell. Kinda. Then then he ends up then he ends up uh Way to go, Pete. Knock my phone over. So then he ends up uh he ends up uh getting the shot, getting the at, shot at, at, at Mitchell for the eliminator. He upsets him because, you know, at that time he's not known. He just no he just looks like a, a rough puncher on paper, but nobody knows who he is. And he ends up knocking out Mitchell badly. I mean, you know That was on your card. That was on the uh, on the Joshua oh, well, yeah, card in December, uh, yeah. Right. And then he got himself the shot the world title shot at uh, Anthony Kroller. So Obviously now he's come up short against Crawler, and you know for for the shout outs and the praise we give to Crawler, there's uh certainly some sadness for Ishmael Barosho, who's a lot of respect. Still too. fighting probably through that heavy heart and and and, and a difficult time. I mean you can't, you can't even imagine these guys that come from these third world type countries like Venezuela and what they go through and, and his wife was kidnapped and she was stabbed to death. So Ugh. you can imagine how many times you gotta get stabbed to get stabbed to death, you know? And uh and
0: you gotta go perform the next day.
1: Yeah. You had to perform the next day and continue your career in general. You know, I don't know if he has kids. I don't know what right. the situation is. Wow. But uh, yeah, that's a little uh, shed some light a little bit on Ishmael Barosha, who's who's a guy. I, I, based on that stuff, I'm I'm still going to root for. I mean, go and get me wrong. I'm friends with Kevin Mitchell. I was rooting for Kevin Mitchell the night I fought the night uh, that I fought in December when Ishmael fought uh, Mitchell. But at the same time, Barosha is a guy that uh, I, I I hear that story and of course it, I I can't help but also have a place in my heart for a guy like that and I hope that he does well and I uh, hope that he can uh, rebound from the loss to Anthony Crolla right. that he took on Saturday night because uh, when a guy goes through that much well, in life and you know, obviously already, he's
0: uh, talented enough to be at this level
2: so oh, yeah. he's uh, heavy, heavy puncher right. I mean, it sounds like know. he was winning the fight I mean this sounds like two, two guys who have movies about their lives I mean. right, yeah.
1: right yeah, and that's yeah. boxing you know yeah. like, there's so many guys that you know again if, without this podcast still uh, maybe a lot of people wouldn't know but maybe some people more people would know about Crolla because his, his story was more broadcasted out there um, if it wasn't for uh like, if I wasn't at that other way in at that time I wouldn't have known about uh the Barosho story right. and how deep how, how deep it goes in and whatnot and uh, of course all this stuff so you know you root for both guys and that's boxing you know everybody most guys come from a sad background and they have to try to fight their way to a better life and unfortunately most guys don't get there but uh, you, you there's a lot of sad stories trying to make their stories bright in uh, in this sport and uh you know shout out to Barosho shout out to Krolla and uh, you know hopefully they uh Continue did do well in their careers from from Saturday night's fight. And it's shout out fight to that to, Will. to Mitchell fight. too. Uh, shout out to
0: Kevin Mitchell we, too. We never understand what he's saying, but he's a good yeah, guy. Yeah, well, that's
1: because his uh, accent is so crazy that.
0: And then he drinks and.
1: Yeah, and then he drinks. Yeah, shout yeah. out to Kevin Mitchell. He's one of the funniest guys in boxing. <laughs> Although he did retire, I thought a little bit too soon because now that Anthony crawler did so? beat ba- oh, Anthony beat Barosho, now what do you do? Like, you don't want to fight Crolla now? Making an old British world title fight? I know. I don't know. I like if kid. I'm Kevin Mitchell now I'd be tempted because I'm assuming he retired thinking like man I just couldn't I just don't have it anymore I I, you know because don't get me wrong I'm, I'm at that point too where it's like you question yourself every day about whether you can hold off and train every single He's day He's younger training. than you though right? Yeah Kevin's yeah. younger than me you know where like you have a couple of days you train hard and you're like yes I can do this and then after like a week you're like Man, if I had to do this a twelve week straight, I really don't know if I could do it. You know, and it's like I, I, he's probably at that point where he was probably uh, after the blow to Barosha, he's probably like, ah, whatever. But he also probably assumed Barosha would be Crawler too, right. you know. So the All British World Title fight wouldn't wouldn't be talked about because at that time they were talking about Mitchell beating Barosha and then fighting Crawler in an right, All World right, Title right. fight. You know, so now it might have happened the other way around. Bring him
0: out of retirement for another fight,
1: and maybe the you think, an All British Showdown between Crawler and Mitchell, which would be interesting and I'm sure would sell. So Crazily, because Mitchell is—you talk about got fighters that I love. Some fighters, the UK fight UK fans take to them more than others. Kevin Mitchell is one of those guys that UK fans take to. Obviously, Crawl is one of those guys that UK fans right. have really taken to. That is—they're so just sellout. loyal
0: loyal fans. That
1: is a sell because they've also got stories. They're, yes, they're, they're 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 um they're um. Uh, Brits, Brits like guys with stories. Brits like guys with, uh, that fight hard and fight emotion. And Mitchell's way emotion. the type
0: of guy, like, like, kind First of like. us maybe
1: Kevin, you can't understand a word he's saying. Right? Maybe we, and you can't understand a word he's saying. That that's true. But at the same time, he he wears he's his heart on his sleeve. Having a drink
0: with you, yeah, yeah, and
1: he wears his heart on his sleeve, right. no matter what. That's real, dude. That's a real dude. That's a real dude. Whether he's fighting, whether he's hanging out with you, he wears his heart on his sleeve. And there's you cannot duplicate that kind of realness, right. you know? And obviously, Crawler with his story, it's a real right. dude. You know what I mean? So if. if I'm not. Listen, if, if M- it's Mitchell's choice to re- if he stays retired, but uh, I'm just saying, uh, I know the way it is to be a fighter. If I'm in Mitchell's shoes right now, I'd be thinking to myself, uh, I'd want that shot. Go ahead. What are we, what are we waiting for? What, what's with the look what at Seth? With, what? Seth, well, you're holding a piece of paper. What do we got to do with you? What do we got? Where we got go. There's on? no paper. What are you talking about? Uh, <laughs> what do we got? I
2: just thought it would be a good time to talk about Organifi. Organify. Oh, I go think ahead. I
0: lost a few pounds from Organifi. It's about time. Yeah. Uh, does it work? It, it from does. His belly yeah, to his ass.
2: Yeah, exactly. Well, well that's fine. I mean, Organifi, you know, we talked about it last week it, it's, it does help It's like for someone who's not eating his vegetables or anything You know, he's getting a uh, boost of energy Eases stress Erasing belly fat yeah, you look like you lost a couple I mean, that way is yeah, sneaking up, man yeah. I didn't get my invite yet, but that's alright It's, another it's in the mail, cause Yeah, it's in the mail, right New Jersey, you know I live in New Jersey, right?
0: Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Okay I sent it to the studio
2: You know, for, for you guys You're always on the go, Pete You're always going yeah. somewhere to get more beer, um, <laughs> it's easier than eating vegetables or juicing. You don't have to shop, you don't have to juice, you don't have to blend. There's no cleanup. You just drink it, and it's got everything you need in it. What is it? What's in it? It's the best tasting greens in the market.
0: You really? Didn't, you didn't let him try it yet. No, oh, you had. You saw me drinking it, but you didn't have dude, any you yet. Dude,
1: they sent us health drinks and you drink them?
0: Yeah. Well, I needed more <laughs> than you.
1: What are you talking about, dude? The last thing you're doing is, you're like, it's like a waste to go on you, bro. You're like, you're like, you you you. No, like should be but trying to lose weight first before you drink it. <laughs> you drinking drinking Organifi, but he's drinking uh, 500 cups of sangria. And, oh, and come and on, what does that have to do with it? He's not even losing any weight anyway, but at least give me the healthy stuff. Come on, Pete. It's like a waste. You're hurting the podcast,
0: too, by doing that. For the love Jeez. of Pete. <laughs> the love of Just Pete. the
1: fact when you're drinking that Organifi, it should be saying, you know what? I'm not gonna waste this bottle by drinking this bottle and then wait and then doing stuff I shouldn't be doing. Like if I'm gonna drink a bottle of Organifi, I gotta live the life. Healthy lifestyle. Yeah. Best tasting greens in the market. <laughs>
2: okay? Organic, vegan, gluten free, dairy free, soy free, peat free. That's great. Yes. Special in green, Ashwaganda and we got them for free they sent them to us boom Boom. and
1: Pete and And
2: Pete's drinking them and you know it's shown in clinical studies to lower cortisol which you know is the fat storage hormone increases energy improves mental focus I need that I definitely need that (laughs) there you go ADD there you go listeners of our podcast your podcast I'm just just happy to be here just
1: just a squirrel trying to get a nut exactly
2: (laughs) I like that uh, get an additional 20% off by going to Organifi.com and using the coupon code Paulie M
1: is that Mom. it? yes I love how all our codes are the same I, I <laughs> can just guess them and I'm right every time P-A-U-L-I-E-M yeah. Paulie M don't M- spell it with a Y you know this already by now Paulie M P-A-U-L-I-E-M and what do you get with the code? 20% off 20%
2: off you know some of you guys out there need to get yourselves in shape a little bit You know. yeah Yeah. so this is, this is
0: a good way to why do it why are you it. looking at me when you say that and you too
2: Cause you you're wait, fat.
1: You, you can mix orga- <laughs> You can mix Organifi with nutrition with the right. with the right. with the shakes. If you, if you if you're doing the workout plan, you got to get nutrition. Yeah, but he's
2: mixing it with the Corona, <laughs> right? That's a yeah, problem.
1: What's the nutrition website? We got a, that, Organifi.com. Organifi.com. But that's that's for, the, for your drink. vitamins. That's for your uh, greens. For your yeah. digestive. For your drink. What do we got on nutrition? N U E T R
0: right
2: yeah
1: nutrition N U E nutrition N U E nutrition
2: those are, are shakes been taking those too yeah those are those yeah. are. I'm, I'm sure Organifi will really appreciate us talking about it
1: <laughs> yeah no but no. <laughs> it's just different it's different, it's different. It's, it's they not not go hand in hand it's not competing they actually go hand in hand which is why it came up all right there you go hand in hand Organifi is for your greens nutrition is for your shakes boom you put it together don't work out like Pete work out like me right and then. Everything will blend in together beautifully. You
0: working out, Pete? No, exactly. Not, 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 not really. All. I mean, I try, but
1: he bought you. He joined the gym where they do pizza day on Tuesdays. No. <laughs> what, kind of gym? what kind of a gym? does pizza day on Tuesdays? No joke. It's, they gluten, give the, free, they give the it's gluten free, free pizza on Tuesdays. It's free pizza. What kind of what no, I'm pizza? I'm not even kidding. What kind of a gym is this? Go ahead, Pete. It blows me mean? away. And first of all, he doesn't even go unless it's Tuesday. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> See, I was gonna say I've only gone
0: on Tuesday, so I can't tell you the the ambiance on a regular Wait, day. We're but. gonna have to, Pete. No, nah, I just came for the pizza. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get a slice, and then maybe yeah. I'll go on the
2: treadmill and run it
0: off.
1: Yeah, good idea. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Speaking of uh, running, let's talk about uh, running to Vegas. Running to Vegas. You ran to Vegas. You called. You called the fights. I
1: called the fights. I called the fights with BBC Radio Five Live. My my friends in England know if uh, if you guys heard me, Five Live Sport on the radio because Amir Khan, uh, he had to deal with Box Nation, not Sky. So I ended up doing the um, the fight with uh, BBC Five Live Radio. These guys actually got me started, and uh, I gotta make a I gotta make a, a confession here. Five Live Radio, first of all, they got me started. I mean, I, st- I started with them in like 2010 with, uh, no, 2012. It was, no, no, before that. Who did Khan lose to first, Peterson or Garcia?
0: Peterson. 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 Okay, so I no, with He lost to Garcia first. He did? Yeah. No. He got knocked out by Garcia.
1: Then he lost to Peterson? Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, Amir Khan? Yeah. Yeah, Garcia was his, his second no. loss. Peterson was December 2011, because I think you're all- Garcia
2: was 2012, and P- Peterson? Peterson was 2011.
1: Boom! When Boom. I'm right, I'm right. I hate to say it, but I'm right. Don't oh, look yeah, at yeah. me like well, I'm not making it up. I'm looking at the. I'm looking at his. I'm your I'll record. I tell you one more. He was in December, right? It was. It to was. Boom! Of course, because I, I worked that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so.
0: Wait a second. Uh-oh. Hold on a second. Uh-huh. No, right.
1: you could be wrong. It's
0: okay. You're, you're he wrong. lost to Bradis Prescott. Yes. You sure then he it. lost to. Danny Garcia. No. no. Then he lost to wrong. Peterson. Wrong. I'm looking at
1: it right here. September uh you 10th, you're 2011. Not like Anderson, 11, are you?
0: Lamont
2: Peterson. You want me
1: to say it in Chinese or in uh, some Greek or whatever other language we need to say it in?
2: Wrong. You're wrong.
1: Wrong. Pe- wow. Wrong. Really? Sbagliato. Yeah.
2: yeah, you're 7 Ed months oh off. Seven, you're 7 months off, pal. Okay? 7 months off. He lost two fights in a row. Yeah. Boom.
1: So he lost to uh because he was going to do the rematch with Peterson and then instead Peterson failed the the PED test, remember? And uh, oh, and he Garcia
0: went to fight Danny.
2: His
1: place. Oh, you know? okay, okay, okay. Peterson yeah. wow. almost beat Garcia that that fight. Yeah. That was close. Peterson, yeah, uh, Peterson and Garcia fought each other later Peterson, on. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, so I started with five live radio with the Peterson fight, and uh, Amir loses. Five live radio calls me back for uh, BBC. Five live radio calls me back for Khan and Garcia. Amir loses. I get called later <laughs> in the year at the, end, at the end of the Super 6 for uh, Andre Ward and uh, Carl Frotch, BBC 5 Live Radio. By then, I'm working on TV already, but uh, that was an HBO card, so I had the night off, so I was able to do it with BBC 5 Live Radio.
2: Did, it lay, did, did this 5 Live lead to the Showtime job? Did that help you get the Showtime job?
1: Um, I think they were, these were just like independent things I would do here and there. I don't know what spurned Showtime to want to give me a shot. At the time they did, but then once they gave me the shot, uh, you know, they, they hired me. But this is, I, by the time I did Froch and and, and, and um, Ward. Ward, I believe I was already working at Showtime. But that card wasn't a Showtime card, so I had the night off and I was able to work it with BBC 5 Live Radio. <laughs> I thought that was just, oh, was it after the Super 6? Yeah, that was the, was the end of the Super 6. Maybe, it may, was that 2011, Froch and Ward? But Showtime did the... I started working at Showtime September 2012. Anyway, All right. regardless... I worked off Froch uh, and Ward and then I ended up getting hired last year for Darrell and de Gale for BBC Five Live radio because that fight was on NBC. So again, Showtime wasn't televising it. so I, I got hired by BBC Five Live Radio to do uh, Darrrell and De Gale. And now BBC Five Live Radio hired me for Khan and Canelo. Here is the common denominator. Amir Khan should never fight when I'm working for BBC 5 Live
3: Radio.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> every time I work in Amir Khan fight for BBC 5 Live Radio, he gets sh- He's much. got four losses. Three of them were the nights I worked on BBC 5 Live Radio. Amir, I'm sorry. Next time I will warn you if I get called from BBC 5 Live Radio for any of your fights. So he should but, pay you for yeah. not going yeah. to work. Yeah, he should pay oh. me, <laughs> <if> he <would've> <laughs> <paid> <laughs> me to sit out. He should pay me to sit out, right? Like yeah. a, a step-aside fee. <laughs> I should get paid a step-aside fee yeah. from Amir right. to, well, to Amir. not work when, he, when he's fighting. If he wasn't BBC. such
0: a heckler in the negotiation table, he would not He would be on Sky, right? Yeah, if and he would have been on
1: Sky, I would have ended up getting the Sky job, but he ended up doing a deal with Box Nation, so I had to go Five Live. What am I going to do, you know? So anyway, so... Back to the actual fight, though. Here's the thing: we gave this fight, we gave this fight a lot of shit. We really did. Me, Peter, um, Seth, everybody, we we uh, we shit all over this fight when they signed it, um, and we didn't like it. Uh, obviously, you know, there's a safety hazard to boxing, and so when you don't respect weight classes, that safety hazard gets magnified. So, after with hindsight being 2020, obviously we were both right and we were wrong. You know, we were both we were both right and wrong because. I thought Amir. I thought Amir boxed brilliantly. He did. I thought Amir boxed brilliantly to where, if you even had that fight close, you're a little slow. Like I can I I know Peter had a three-two, but I don't. I don't give sympathy rounds just because you you got dominated in the first two rounds. Doesn't mean I'm going to give you round three because you lost the fight. Lost the round a little bit closer. For me, Canelo lost round three, clearly. If you hadn't watched the first two rounds and can round three had been round one, you would have given a round to Canelo, to Khan. But because you watched the first two rounds and he won them so clearly that by the time you get to round three and it's a little closer, you want to give the round to Canelo. I don't give sympathy rounds because in the end, those add up to burn you. So, for me, the only round you could possibly give Canelo is round five.
0: That's the and, second round that I gave him.
1: Yeah, that's the second round you gave him. I actually added a draw slight, slightly going towards... Um, Canelo. If you give round five to Canelo, honestly, I can't knock you. All right, I, I. I, I you
0: know, well, Amir started to get in flight. I felt
1: he started getting flight. And here's the thing. Here's the thing that I'll never know about round uh, round five and even the round six up until he got knocked out. I was starting to see Amir slow. I was starting to be, starting to slow down, and I started wondering to myself, it could be one of two reasons. He could be getting tired because Canelo landed a couple of body shots that had been good over the course of the fight. Or oh, go to the end. Or he could be saying. I got a few rounds in the bag. Let me take a couple rounds off and regroup so that I have energy to close the fight strong later on. i am never, yeah, we're never going to know, Gio, because, because he got knocked knocked out cold and we're not going to know what his plan was for late in the fight. But what do you, but yeah, okay. So that's, I was, in my mind, it was one or the other, and I was looking forward to finding out which one.
0: Right, but what do you usually say when somebody goes in flight?
1: for me he wasn't a fight cuz he wasn't throwing any punches anymore you know what i mean like and he wasn't he wasn't totally bouncing like he for was. me he was trying to conserve a little bit of energy like he he wasn't as active he wasn't as active anymore.
0: Canelo started... Right, he wasn't as active. Yeah, he and, wasn't and, as active. And Canelo started to touch him oh, even more course, with those body but shots. But here's the thing about, about the body, body shots, shot, too. Crowd, here's the thing about guys. the body shots.
1: They landed at single shots at a time. And you don't want to take away from the body shots. Listen, the body shots were good by Canelo. But there was nothing sustained. And I, I actually got made fun of on Twitter, the word of the day, sustained. because but You it, but said it, that a lot. But it, but it, but, it, but it's it's the correct word. There was no sustained attack from Canelo. He could not land more than one shot at a time all night. And I said, if he doesn't well, land more I don't more think
0: than, he was expecting to. What was, you know what I mean. You couldn't
1: trap a mirror, to, so you could put a combination on him. You couldn't. How are you going to break this guy down? I'm wondering as I'm fight, as I'm watching the fight. I'm like, how are you going to break this guy down? You, you land in a shot here. You land a shot there. You land in a shot here. You land a shot there. You're you never follow, able to follow it up. You're never able. You're never able to. Uh, Come back with a secondary assault off of the first t- shot you touch him with. Right, you're right, but look, like, guess what? There's nothing A shot here there. and
0: a shot there from a guy who's 180 pounds. But is a landing,
1: big if shot. That, if a shot on the on the gloves is considered blocked, that's, then a body shot on the arms is considered blocked as well.
0: But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the right hands to the body, bro. Did you see the bruise on yeah, his
1: the, ribs? Yeah, yeah, yeah but the, you was, get a bruise no. on the right side of your bu- bro. I give you, I, I give you a shoulder roll if you hit me with a couple right hands on the back. You're gonna give me no. We're bare chested. we we got no shirt on. The, anything touch. You in that area is gonna make you red. Doesn't mean it hurts, doesn't even mean it's affecting you. It doesn't even mean your skin is gonna turn red from being smacked.
0: But you were there and watched it, you know it was affecting him.
1: How? How do I know you it was affecting know. him? I don't know it was affecting him. It was still one shot at a time, and it was it was nothing sustained. I don't know. Well, I don't know. What I tried to
0: say. To some I, what people I will was say is, there
1: were good shots, but right. there was nothing sustained. When you're in shape, if if a sustained attack is not coming onto you, how do, it's not it's not going to break you down. Most likely. When what I was shape. trying
0: to say was, you know, everybody thinks okay. about body shots as the left hook to the liver, like a Mickey Ward oh, shot. Of course not.
1: You know, it, it wasn't
0: that. I also looked right? at it as
1: Canelo was taking. I didn't think he could touch. Yes. So it wasn't even like. Yes. It wasn't even like. Oh, well, you know. He woke, no, nothing wrong with that. But it wasn't even like, oh, look at those placed. He wasn't placing shit. No. He was just touching whatever he could touch because he was so frustrated he couldn't hit him. So he was just happy to hit him wherever he could get him. So he was throwing right hands to the stomach. He was throwing anything he could touch. He was winging left hooks that he was missing. Listen, at the end of the day, I'm not knocking Canelo Alvarez because he did the job. He got the job done. What I'm saying is, you have to judge the rounds that end it accordingly. Gio, That's how cool. did you have the fight? I don't know how.
0: 4-1 uh, 4-1 four one.
1: Four one. Four one. That makes sense And don't get me wrong Some people had 3-2 Which That's I don't what agree I with But you know I, I think uh Can, can we You mm. guys stop fucking With my mic no, already Mika What's going on With this microphone <laughs> What's going on to touch your I mic, feel like man. I can't see Everyone <laughs>
0: Everyone's trying to Grab your mic Everyone to you grab your, your mic,
1: putting the mic my, dude, But he's putting it like, In my face I want the mic Below my lips So that I can like Touch I can, I can talk You know you can I can talk Yo, stop! I, like now, I can't. I'm blinded. Like the things in my face. You grab. <laughs> <laughs> like I can't see you guys.
0: He's uh-huh. blinding you with your own mic. You yeah. got a big mic, bro. <laughs> 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 anyway, so, <laughs>
1: so, so,
3: <laughs> so,
1: anyway, uh, but before I lose my focus here, so that's my thing. And the judges that that were uh, watching the fight that need thicker glasses were uh, Glenn Feldman what a three-two. For uh, Canelo,
0: he's a scumbag, and and no, he's the thing. Glenn's not a scumbag because I've met with him
1: plenty of times. But, but he's but I'm still a scumbag. You. And Glenn Trowbridge Who had a four-one. He's a scumbag. He's a scumbag. I mean, Glenn Trowbridge had a four-one Canelo. You, you got to take him by his by his underwear, pick him up by his underwear, and kick him right in his asshole, right, <laughs> right right with the cockroach killers. No, with the <laughs> no. with the Pierre then cockroach killers. You got to kick him right in his asshole and pump <laughs> them out of the out of the arena.
0: That's all well and good. You should kick him right to the police station. That's where he no. belongs.
1: But Glenn Feldman, here's the thing about Glenn Feldman because I've, I've known Glenn Feldman for years. He's actually a well-to-do kind of guy. But it's getting to the point now, um, he uh, he had my fight with Kano, 118-110 Kano, and then he called me a few weeks later and apologized because he watched the fight over. Unlike the rest of the fans that want to say Kano beat me, Glenn Feldman actually called me and said he got it wrong um, for anybody who wants to he just doesn't give credit Conno to fight. boxers, right? Yeah. No, no, no <laughs> It's not that. He gets he gets a little bit affected by the crowd. He, he told me, he explained to me that he had Kano's whole family behind him, the cheering section, and they affected his his mind, he thinks. so when he watched it again, he saw it clearer. He also, and this is going to be a little bit uh, uh, less talked about, the first four rounds of my fight with Miguel Cotto, all three judges gave Cotto all four rounds. And that's also, for me, the the influence of the crowd being so electrifying and and intimidating that, that they'll give you. But if you really watch my fight with Miguel Cotto, round three, I don't lose. But I absolutely, absolutely do not lose round three. And Glenn is one of those judges in, in the cold over me fight that got affected, as were the other two judges, by round three and, and the excitement of the, of the early rounds until I finally started showing things down a But the common bit. denominator... So the common denominator is he's affected by the favor every time. And now can allow... The A-side. Fa- exactly. And that's what I'm saying. If you, if you don't have the pulse to do the right thing when the A-side is, is losing the fight... Then
3: I, I gotta say, you know,
1: I I like Glenn Feldman, but so I gotta say, it's off, it's now and it's to the point where it's become out, a little bit more often, and it's uh you know, like I'll give you an example. Bob Tom Bob Miller Bob actually Bob retired Bob after Bob time my time fight with uh, mistakes, with uh with uh Agent Broner because he was the puncher. he was the odd he man out. Really he had me winning while the other two guys had had uh Broner winning. But Feldman had a 15-13 Broner. Miller had a 15-13. Me, Shrek had a 17-11 Broner. The guy that should have retired was Tom Shrek. Correct. Because he was actually the odd man out. Because 15 13 either way is actually a matter of a round or two difference. You know, Tom Shrek, the wrong guy retires. Tom Shrek ends up retiring. Uh, I mean, uh, Miller. Tom, Tom Miller ends up retiring, while well, Shrek should have been. Right. He should have got the, the punt in his asshole with the Pierre Cardens right. instead. Yeah. And, uh. And, uh man. Here we are. You know, so Feldman had a 3 2, Canelo. I, there is no, absolutely no excuses. I watched the fight live with Noah. No uh, uh, commentating. Unlike American broadcasters, foreign broadcasters do not use that bullshit punch stack compu box. So I, I, it's not like I'm even—not that I ever listen to it anyway. But it's—I'm not even—I don't even have it in front of me, or it's on, its not being thrown in my face even when I don't want to see it. So I'm totally unaffected by anything except what I'm watching, and what I'm watching was a boxing clinic put on by Amir Khan, and then a knockout beautifully set up by Canelo Alvarez, dude. That, if he doesn't get the knockout. What the fuck is... I want to know what the fuck is the point of having that fight. What's the point of having that fight if Khan is going to upset the odds that way, box his ass off, and then get robbed? What's the point? Why are you even making the fight? Because Canelo's supposed to win. So Canelo wins even if he loses. Why am I wasting my time watching this? Is anybody going to... What am I, just watching a fight? And we already know the score? Because ultimately... Everyone was being surprised with what Amir was doing until he got knocked out. Ultimately, everyone, I I was surprised, I was. Because I'll, I'll be honest,
0: you were su- Wait, you were surprised at how well he was doing what he was yes, doing. We knew what he was going to do, and we knew that he had the faster hands. We knew. Yes, Nikki but I, called- I still
1: didn't think he would win entire rounds that way. I still right. thought here and there. I, I thought he would win spots. I didn't think right. he would win rounds consistently. Right. Okay? I, I, I actually He actually did even better than I thought. And here's the thing. As I'm watching the fight, round three, round four, I'm thinking to myself, D- again, I'm going to use the word, there's no sustained attack from Canelo. And with no sustained attack, how are you going to break a guy down? If this guy's in shape, uh, uh, yeah, Amir is smaller, but he's in shape. Now, if you don't have a sustained attack where you can't follow up with anything, how in the world are you going to break this guy down? How are you going to break this guy down? So I'm thinking to myself, man, if a few more rounds go by, Canelo is going to start panicking because... He's not landing enough to break this guy down. I'm thinking like when I originally thought of this fight, I thought he was going to use his size and and even if he couldn't get to Khan, he was going to make sure he got to Khan one way or another and be physical. But he's too worried about getting hit in the face. Like the even the jabs are putting him out of position, even when they weren't landing. So he was trying to be too cute in there, and you can't fight Amir in a cute way. You know what I mean? And, and you got to fight him. You got to come to fight Amir. Great that in the end, Alvarez shows why he's such a great fighter. It it wasn't Amir that made the mistake. I think. Mean, so a couple people saying, "Oh, why didn't Amir keep it on the outside?" Some other people saying, "Oh, Amir always makes a mistake." I personally disagree with that. I don't think Amir made a mistake for the first time. Against Canelo Andy Garcia, fainted. against Danny Garcia. He made a mistake against British Prescott. He made a mistake against Canelo Alvarez. Amir was on the outside. He he fell for the feint. Mm-hmm. He was he was baited, and and it's not a mistake. It's like in tennis when you win a point, or it's an unforced error. Like you, you remember how they how they count unforced errors. It wasn't an unforced error that got Amir knocked out. It was... Uh, Canelo winning the point because he got the he he dropped the feint that got a, got the reaction he wanted out of Amir, which was to extend his jab. And then he and then Canelo was able to step in with the right hand on top of the jab. But if the feint watch, and I'm watching it right now, see, and there it is. There it is.
0: Well, actually, he was about to throw a hook.
1: Well, he was he's about to jab and then he looks like he's turning it around into a hook because he sees a he sees Canelo closing the gap. Let I me mean, watch that replay again. See why he he extended the jab, he's extending the jab. It's gonna be a jab no, and, he's, and then he's, no. He
0: actually had both hands out because he was like, fuck, I'm gonna get caught. Because he saw Canelo
1: get, get too close. Right. At that instant when Canelo steps in, he realizes that it's too late. He's too close to jab Out him. He he puts his arm wide to hook. If you know Amir Khan in his style, he doesn't check hook. Right. So he did that, he put he put his arm wide on instinct, it was already too late. Because Amir Khan doesn't throw a check hook. And then right there, it looks like he's about to throw a check hook, which is not his thing. He was about to jab, saw Canelo close the gap, and tried to change his mind last minute when he should have changed his mind by bailing completely instead of trying to throw another punch. He should have just dropped. Drop or smothered, right? yeah. But yeah. it was too late. And of course, it's a split-second thing. Second, and, right. You have to change your mind in a split-second. It's a lot easier said than done. Of course. Um, and, uh, and there it is. There it is again. So he's throwing that jab, and he's, look, he's trying to step out, and he's he's gone. By the time Canelo steps in, he realizes, oh, he's too close. Let me step he out with this hook, and he's gone. He was like a, like because a also, Amir is not a guy to check hooks. So you don't throw like a check hook when well, you don't and throw check hooks. Hook. Hook. You're, <laughs> you're also a not adept at throwing those punches. Down. Down. That was like
0: wedding crashes. Like hang gliding. Look, honey,
1: take a picture. I'm dead. I'm dead.
0: Yeah. Look, my hang gliding. Take a picture. I'm dead. Boom.
1: And that was that. That's what it was. Yeah. Shout out to a wedding crashes.
2: We talked about potentially Canelo fighting Mayweather again. Does that make you think, like, Mayweather will just beat him the same way again because he's just he's Absolutely. Too, too fast well, for him. You know what we'll, it is? It's
1: not even about the, st- the speed. You don't hit Mayweather beat, with that shot. <laughs> you right. beat Canelo on timing. And, and and you see how Amir, obviously speed was bothering Canelo, but it was the precision timing. You know what I mean? Like You pick your spots and you're able to beat Canelo. The thing about Golovkin is he's so devastating that you know he's going to beat him in a different way. I think Golovkin beats Canelo in the way he cannot
0: Breaks, he beats it, breaks him down.
1: Cutting the ring off. Because another thing you notice about Canelo... He likes to fight when he wants to fight, and he likes to take off when he wants to take off. And GGG doesn't <laughs> let you do that. GGG is constantly cutting off the ring, making you feel that heat, that pressure. Um, and so if you find this guy constantly in front of you, your instinct is, oh, my God, I got to get him off me. I got to fight him off me. And uh, Canelo is going to make a guy like Canelo, who likes to fight and pick his spots, a bit uncomfortable. You know? I
0: watched it with uh, with Junior, who's fighting Friday. We'll, we'll get into that. I'm leaving for DC tomorrow. but. I was watching with him, and, and he was like, oh, Khan looks great. Khan looks great. And of course he does. Um, some mistakes that Canelo was making is because naturally, and what he likes to do all the time is counter, but he likes Get to – Khan. Right. And he likes to – he'll retreat. Mm-hmm. He takes these steps back when you're coming at him with a jab or whatever. I was saying to, to Junior and Sharif – he has to make an adjustment Canelo to stand his ground yeah. and not back up yeah. because then because Amir Amir's not going to Amir relies right. on you
1: giving up. And Amir's and not going to be there when you a lot decide of times, uh, Amir would throw that jab knowing Canelo would just back off. Right. It wasn't even a jab that was intended to land there. It was time. a get off me. It, it was yeah. a, it was a change position. Give me jab, room and, and to and get so out. Right. Amir would have the back of the rest of the ring to move around. He did make that adjustment. Yeah.
0: He started going from taking well, three steps the he started faint. going from three steps back Canello yeah. to two steps back to a step back So using a jab not, to
1: using a yeah. jab against him yeah. that feint he knew Amir would end up reacting to that feint with with a left hand you know when and he, when he stepped in he was able to you know Amir's left hand wasn't in position to protect his face cuz he was you know he was a, he was a, either getting ready to ch- the jab or or hook at the last second whatever it was it was already too late and he used he yep. used I Amir's mean, own offense against him. And that's that's a quality fighter. That's a guy who knows how to set you up. And uh patience was a virtue. And I, I honestly at the end of the day he didn't need to break anybody down. He proved me wrong. He got he just got the knockout cold and that was it.
0: Well, again, yeah, of course, when you're fighting a, a welterweight, that's what's gonna happen. Yeah. That's right. the whole problem with that I had with the fight. Yeah, of course. You know, seventy dollars a pay per view for a fight that we knew what was gonna happen. I mean and
1: we talked about you, you
0: made that money back though, right? Yeah. I sure did <laughs> uh, listen I gotta make it somehow
1: <laughs> so we are uh, by the way who predicted round 6 KO you
0: yeah. nice I said the 4th said, you said the 6th I, th- I
3: thought
0: the 5th the 5th Yeah. yeah. I, said I gotta be
1: honest at the beginning of round 6 I told myself I predicted I, I, this as a knockout but I wasn't very confident it was gonna happen well, um, even when you're watching
0: the round, it, you could see that Canelo's getting closer, but he hadn't landed yet. He yeah. landed that punch with like 30 seconds left. Yeah, I mean it was all she wrote. And point. when you, yeah, when he landed that one, we knew that there, there wasn't he even was
2: counting he involved, right? Yeah, it was done. So we know Canelo's like, looking at Triple G. That's what everybody wants to see. And that's
0: the fight.
1: Like he said in everybody-
0: Mexico, "No me mamadas. I mean, we don't fuck around. <laughs> <Yeah>. All
4: right. All <laughs> right. Yeah. It's gonna be the same saga. But of, here's uh, the thing, Mayweather Pacquiao. You're right. And here's Jim. the thing. Talking I was shake, at the post fight press conference. Well, because on
1: BBC Radio, we had to cover the post fight press conference. So Oscar was at the podium and he was at the post fight press conference. Um, and, you know, a couple of things uh, were discussed and whatnot. I was sitting there listening. And one reporter asked, and this is the, the inside scoop you get at Brooklyn to the world, you see, because the, I, I'll i give you what, what, I, what I heard and what my translation was of this response. One reporter asks De La Jolla, Oscar, is the weight going to be a factor in negotiating the GGG Canelo fight? Is the weight going to be a factor? Oscar says, hey, oh, is it going to be an issue? And Canelo goes, and Oscar goes, no. There's no issues at all for Can- for Canelo to make 155 pounds. You <laughs> <laughs> way it? <laughs> oh, and, I said, and, and, that, and that response right there told me, nope, not in 2016. This fight's not happening in 2016. That's it. Because you know what the reporter was asking was, is, is the weight going to be an issue in making the fight? Right. Not if the weight is an issue for Canelo. But the Oscar answered it in his own way. And that response right there told me that they are going to go back to the negotiating table and tell GGG it's 155 or bust, and it's going to be bust, and I bet you Canelo fights David Lemieux in the fall.
3: Right. That's, uh. my, that's my prediction.
1: That's just my prediction. <laughs> that's just how I read things. I will he gets knocked out just for doing if I'm, that. I hope if I'm Lemieux knocks with, him out. If I'm reading between the lines, that's kind of how I looked at it because then Lemieux is a, is a golden boy middleweight, so I figured, like, you know what? So well, go look,
0: ahead, go pee. Can I go pee real quick?
1: You wanna pee again with these timeouts too? Well, uh, this well, is Peter Cards with his timeouts now. Why well, we we'll just,
0: we'll just
2: keep talking? Go ahead.
1: No 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 Dad, take a break. Uh, take All a break. Right. I we need we, I need my sidekick on the show. it's, it, <laughs> it's, it's I'm talking about
2: five minutes. God, Shut boy. up, Seth. We'll, we'll be back, guys. We'll be back. We we'll need let Peter Cards
1: Peter's the what do you gotta got, uh, drain the snake? Yeah, oh, I'm <laughs> drinking I gotta
0: drain my mic. You guys are grabbing each other's mics. I gotta go drain it. Thank you. Oh that's
2: funny guy. we'll be back.
0: Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities Talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more Look for us online at play.it
1: Alright, I went back, finally, you know, uh, Peter Claus decided uh, oh, his mid, mid-show piss is uh, done Important. I went and got myself some uh, pistachios that a girl Boom So, before you were rudely interrupting us, what, what exactly were we talking about? The, the knockout of Canelo? I mean, yeah. The Canelo knockout of Khan?
0: Yeah, I I honestly, I have I have multiple... Well, you were saying... Yeah, you are talking
1: about the post-fight, too. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, but but then you started to say, like, it, it's, like, unfair that when you're watching a fight like that and you're so impressed with Amir Khan, and uh, you should be, uh, mm-hmm. as well as anybody out there. First of all, Amir Khan's got a ton of balls to get in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's so frustrating to sit there and watch a fight... You know how does the kid train? You're going up and fighting someone way bigger than you, but you actually don't even have a chance because the scorecards are pretty much already filled out.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, it's better enough it's, that you got already got a. This, it's bad, this bad enough massive, that you you might this die. Job in front of you. Yeah, it's bad enough you might die. And I, and speaking of which, that was what we talked about with the health safety concerns of the fight. So after the fight, we were talking on BBC Radio about. You know what does Khan do? Does is he have, should have an eye in retirement? And I'm saying there's no way you have an eye in retirement the way he just boxed. You know, like he, you, you can't tell him you don't have it anymore because he's you boxing can, so right. well. But there are guys that haven't got hit a lot in their careers, but they got a lot of knockouts, and they don't sound so well today. You know, I remember guys like Junior Jones, uh, Terry, Norris, Terry Norris, you yeah. know, guys Meldrick that, Taylor. Meldrick, yeah, he just stuck around too long. But yeah. but in reality. Even Terry and, and 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 Junior also probably stuck around too long. You know, the sh- the problem is the, the the concussions and and Amir Khan took yet another bad concussion. He took a, yet another bad knockout. So ultimately, this is still one of the reasons why the fight we why we were knocking the fight to begin with. There's health and safety concerns in boxing. You don't want to add to those by continuing to disrespect weight classes. Ultimately, we got a great a brave and great performance from Amir Khan, but you know there's a there's a price to pay. For for attempting greatness in boxing and for attempting uh, to take these chances and whatnot, and uh, um. you know what it is, I'm not a
0: fucking politician. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So my concerns and my first go to and and my the most important thing for me, genuinely, is the fight of safety. You know, and I heard something that Teddy Atlas said, and he was spot on. You know, I'm not a politician. I don't. I don't make any money from these fights. So when I'm telling you, oh, this is a good fight, this is a good fight, uh, blah, 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 or, or I shit on a fight, which I did this one, there's a fucking reason for it. You know, uh, I'll watch I'll watch anybody fight each other. I'll watch uh, Fox Sports. I'll watch up-and-coming guys. I'll watch anybody. But to go and, and actually sell a fight as if it's supposed to be really competitive and that it's a great fight for the sport... And you have a guy who could potentially get killed, and not to mention, he's also gonna get robbed if he does pull off yeah. this fucking sick. Really sick it was
1: really frustrating to get those scorecards at the end. Yeah, I mean it's but, it's insane. I,
0: and I know, love Bernard Hopkins. I love Bernard, I know him a long time. But you know, he was the one oh he, he's daring to be great. You know, he's daring to be great. You're making a rational by robbing him if you go. Gonna... Well guess what? Yeah. He could have dared to be great. By staying in his own weight class, let alone his own country, and fighting Kell Brook. Right. Okay? So, the whole daring to be great, now that's like the new saying, it's like Trump has make America great again, these guys go dare to be great. Even Andre Ward, oh I feel so sorry for Amir Khan, but he dared to be great. Dare to be great by fucking fighting who's in your class. Yeah. You're not proving anything, bro. We know this game, you're not pulling the wool over my eyes. All right, you looked real good, but you are not going to do that for twelve rounds. This kid was going to smash your fucking head, and that's what happened. Everybody's like, "Oh, what'd you think of that fight? What did I think of it? I think exactly what I've been saying for the last eight right. weeks. I bet Canelo in the under because I knew that's what's going to happen. Boom. He that had a like couple. A of, but you know, <laughs> this guy. It's it's one thing it's one thing to call
1: it like we see it and be right.
3: Now but all you then,
0: had
1: to do is bet the brown that I predicted you would have hit it really
0: good. Right. You know, some people said that on Twitter, that they took your advice and they bet the sixth round, oh. which was like you know 10 to 1,
1: which is phenomenal. Really? Yeah. Wow. But, hey, well, I, give, I give out my locks for free, guys. Yeah, no, our, our locks are always free. Um, just come and just tune in to Broken to the World. That's all you got to do. That's all it costs you. An hour of your day. Tell your friends. An hour of your week. Go ahead. But, you know,
0: it, it gets to the point, and we it, it sucks that we have to say this all the time, but it's so true that there's one of two things happening. Are you really that incompetent as a judge, or are you a criminal? You know, and nothing's going to happen to these guys. You know, um, this Glenn Feldman and the other fucking jerk-off they're going to be able to call the next big show, and they don't deserve that luxury. You should be arrested. You should be sitting with the FBI in a room and and just being questioned about how you judge a fight. And if they don't like your answer, you're going to jail.
1: Nah, not even jail. But but you know what's gonna happen? I don't think Glenn is corrupt. Maybe just lose your job. But you know what it is? These people obviously don't know what you're
0: doing. But listen, this is the problem. These people don't rely on these jobs. These are not jobs like nine to fives. These are Uh, extra. These are hobbies for people. They're retired workers. Mm -hmm. Some of them are judges, Mm -hmm. who now all of a sudden you're so fucking corrupt. If you were still a judge, you would be fucking dis dis uh, what do you call it? Disbarred. Disbarred. Yeah. Like seriously. But now, because they're retired for whatever, they could just be as corrupt as, as they want, and nothing. had. there's no repercussions, and well, that's yeah. the problem.
2: Well, you know, uh, when when Delahoya started Golden Boy, it seemed like he was he was for the fighters because he was a fighter for fighters. Now it seems like it's going almost the way of Don King a little bit. You know, it's like he's oh, tra- calling call no.
3: Nah, sh- I don't he, know if
1: anybody's like Don King. He's Oscar's still a promoter. He's also a promoter, so he's trying to right. sell what he's got to sell. So he's gonna he's gonna sell his product. You know, and I'm um, you know. Well, Knell's is cash cow. Yeah, so yeah, you can't exactly. knock that. You know, you, you, somebody selling the product, you can't. You know, you can't knock that. He was always going to try to make Amir seem as threatening as possible. But know, the like,
2: fifty-five is is. Uh, he was is, always
1: going to pump up Amir like yeah. afterwards. Oh, Amir can take on any welterweight and junior middleweight in the world. No, he can't. Right. Oh, somebody Wait, asked me that on Twitter. Oscar, Oscar said, talks a bunch of bullshit just to sell you uh, a dream. You know what right. I'm saying? And that way, he's a promoter. I think Oscar is a is a he's a you know, great guy, but he's, he's a, a you promoter. Know, he's, he's, he's a promoter. You know what I'm saying? And so at the end of the day, he's gonna say what 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 makes his product look good, what makes um his uh his uh what he's doing look good. So he's gonna go back and say uh, he was gonna go back and say before the fight how threatening Amir was of Canelo, um, how much of a threat he is. And of course, afterwards, oh, he can beat any forty-seven or fifty-four pounder in the world. No, he can't. First of all, you shouldn't even be uh, preaching that Amir should fight anywhere above one hundred forty-seven pounds, just right. on the just on the safety concerns alone, just on the safety hazards alone. Amir should be fighting at welterweight. Then. Yeah. Well,
0: From who's there. he? Well, let's let's just shoot off some names. Who's he beating at 154? The Charlo brothers will kill him. <sighs> no, 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 nobody. Boo Andrade will kill him.
1: No, uh, there's no need. He can fight Lara, 147 pounds. Lara it? will kill him. So there's more than no, 47 guys he can't beat. Right. Yeah. So well, right. Potentially, I, I would potentially. make Kell Brook a favorite against Amir Khan. Right. Um, but there's a, the welterweight division that's heated up, and Amir is a good fighter. Against a lot of them and he beats a lot of them I, I would favor him against Danny Garcia in the rematch you know he was winning the, the first fight pretty handily until he got stopped they, you know? uh,
0: they said I was crazy on Twitter they said I was crazy what? I said he got caught with a shot
1: yeah that doesn't I, mean and mind that- you Peter Car is actually the one that predicted Garcia would beat him the first time, which I thought he was out of his mind but you know then uh, listen you know Styles make fights and yeah. you know
0: it's not like one of those where 10 out of ten Danny's gonna knock him out with that punch No, you can't say that. You know, more likely out of the 10 times, Amir is going to outbox him. But, and this is where I say Virgil has has done a little bit. Because I yeah. was also asked about, you know, do you give a lot of credit to trainers? First of all, I don't give the credit that people give. That's just my... But
1: I opinion. do think I've seen little adjustments from Amir from what yes. Virgil I have to say. In 30 years, I, well, it's very noticeable. I still now. didn't get Go to ahead. say Go what on. I was saying.
0: But the trainers get announced along with the fighter. In the blue corner, under... Yeah, that's like a new thing. Giovanni Batochi. What? What the fuck are you talking about? Why are you announcing the trainer?
1: Yeah, Eddie Futch never got that. Right. Ray Arcel never got right. that. Right? Angelo <laughs> Dundee. Angelo Dundee, uh,
0: <laughs> Emmanuel Stewart, all these guys. Right. But you're announcing the trainer, and then what about Virgil? Virgil comes in with Amir. Now you go and fight uh Triple G, because we stepped up. Virgil, I love you. You're a great guy.
1: Nobody asked you.
0: That's number one. Nobody fucking asked you, right?
1: Number two. Nothing to do with that fight. Yeah. Right. Number two. Uh, you have no horse in that race.
3: Number, yeah.
0: number two, you should be bitter towards GGG that he's pulling the same game with Andre Ward that Canelo's pulling with him. Yeah. So what the fuck is, where does it come from? Are you bitter your guy just got knocked cold? I don't understand the, 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 the basis of the statement. Well, you, these guys need to start stepping up. He didn't step up against your guys, and now you want somebody to step up against him. It's it's part of the game. It's all the same bullshit. Yeah. You're, you're right. The principle is right. But number one, again, nobody fucking asked you. <laughs> and then the other fucking jerk-off, uh, Abel Sanchez all of a sudden it was, oh, they should make him trainer of the year. You got one fighter that wins, bro. You got one fighter that wins. That's it. Uh, nobody talks about when Abel has a guy that lost. Abel's, what did he start training people? when Barrero. What, what did he start training people when he when he started training Triple G? No, he's probably been in the game for a very long time, right? Yeah uh now all of a sudden you're a good trainer you weren't yeah. a good trainer before no you found the fighter that's a good fighter yeah of that's course. what it comes it's down also, to it's
1: also luck of the draw with trainers too there are some very good trainers that people don't know who they are and, and why is he in the, the ring people know and then there's trainers that are average but people know who they are right. so they think they're better why than they is are. he I mean, in the ring ways. you're not a
0: translator for triple g <laughs> <laughs> why are they why are they always together like me and you are best friends so we would go on trips together and have fun why is Abel Sanchez with Triple G everywhere Triple G goes? And Canelo said he invited <laughs> yeah, like, him into the ring. Like, like chaperones. Right. Whatever you I go, don't th- I, don't go. Think, I don't think Canelo invited
1: Abel Sanchez into the ring. He said, I invited him into the ring. Well, Maybe maybe so so he can translate uh, what Canelo says. Wait, because I, a- because I guess. Can translate what I guess. Canelo but says. he's
0: everywhere. So is <laughs> you a- see
1: what Canelo told Abel Sanchez? He said, uh, no. He, C- Abel Sanchez said he, that yeah, Canelo has no balls. He didn't hear what he said? No. He told him, if Abel Sanchez believes I have no balls, tell him, come over here, I'll show out, let him feel them, he'll feel, <laughs> be surprised, he'll be surprised at what he feels. You <laughs> <laughs> forgot to say no Youssef. Right, right, right.
0: Definitely no use, I, maybe, I maybe he meant you, <laughs> Hey, listen, yeah, you never know. It's 2016. Sweet. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know, I just, I, I was like aggravated about that whole thing. Yeah, the trainer why don't you tell the, us how you really feel the trainer's being there and speaking when nobody gives a shit how about just give us yeah. a fight that this, we should right. see and then, right and enough. then uh, at a fight where it didn't belong right <laughs> you know
1: yeah. but so well, like I said, Khan, like Khan has a ton of big fights. Sure, yeah, I at welterweight, some he can win, some he can lose. I, I here is the thing, though. I don't think I, he thinks I, he can beat. I don't think he thinks he could beat Broke. That's the problem. I, that's the problem. I don't think he, yeah. can, he can beat Brooke either. Think he, I, I, think 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 th- th- I don't th- think, think th- anybody can, can th- beat Brooke at welterweight. Yeah. I really don't. Right. I, really, I, really, I gotta be honest. I don't think anybody can beat Brooke at welterweight. Brooke can only beat himself at this point. You know, I do hear that he's has some some habits that you know are not right right of the best. But aside from that, I really don't know that. Any Walter in the world beats Brook right now. I hope he can get a a big fight so that we can continue to see the talent of of this guy and get the big fights. But it seems like right now he's being locked out, you know, and it's not his fault, you know. Uh, I remember um, before Canelo fought Amir Saturday, he was talking about, look at my last 10 opponents, look at GGG's last 10 opponents. That is taking so much out of context because you cannot hold a gun to somebody's head and say, "Hey, buddy, you better fight this guy." So, so GGG has to fight whoever's left. Then nobody right. wants to fight him. So you cannot compare opponents because Canelo, Then you're doing the same thing everybody else is doing. You're so, not fighting him either. Right. So you know an excuse. I mean? So, yeah. so, yeah. so it, 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 you you're comparing the last ten opponents. I look why for look what he what he fought. It's not for lack of trying. I mean, uh, for the most part, aside from Ward, he's basically right. trying to fight everybody else. Aside you know from I mean? Ward, yeah, yeah exactly. Who's not, who's not even in his weight class? Right. Right. You know? right. Come so, on. You can't. You can't give. So, triple G- shit for that. No, no, mean, no, 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 no. Well, yeah. so you,
0: I give Triple G shit when he calls out 168 yeah, yeah. pounds and, and not yeah, war. Yeah. True, you know. true. But... He does have a problem getting fights. Yeah, he does. It's and Kel
1: Brook is in the same boat in that nobody's jumping to fight him, and and, and you can, can and and you continue to lock somebody. This happened. This actually happened to Junior Witter. There was Junior Witter had a, a a short prime where he was so devastating, destructive, and nobody fought him. He didn't have a promoter that could get him the fights. Ricky hadn't avoided him like Amir Khan, much like Amir Khan would in Kel Brook, like the plague. And 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 his his prime ran out. You know, but you—you know—at the, the end, they end up losing the Tim Bradley uh, in England. But already by that point, I think he was already past his best days. You know, but it's a shame because. You can't continue to do this and then not give these guys, you can't lock these guys out like this. It's not, it's, at that point, it becomes business and not sport. I mean, are we watching a sport or are we watching a business? And Triple G's you know, 34
2: years old, too. Yeah. He's like, you know, so he's not getting
0: any younger.
1: That's the thing. I mean, but that's another
0: thing, like you just said. You know, people always, what was the common thing that they said about Witter? The same thing they say about Brooke. Well, he doesn't sell. Guess what, bro? When you have a mega name, yeah. the mega name sells. Yeah. And when you have a guy that a lot of people are curious about, mm-hmm. believe me, it'll sell. Yeah, Ricky cool. Hatton would have sold with Widder.
3: Yeah, Ricky course. Hatton Ricky could sell. Lascano, dude, I mean, right. come on,
0: right? Well, you know. And and Khan, you know, Khan has fought everybody, and he not the type of guy to take easy ones. And there's another
1: thing I want to get on this subject. Actually, um, but finish your thought. You know, Khan versus Brooke. I don't care how many Guess what Brooke will get new fans
0: Out of beating the shit Out of Khan Here's the you thing
1: know? Here's the thing about uh, Khan and uh, uh, and, and, uh, and Brooke And Hatton And Witter I actually was uh, asked On Twitter yesterday that, right? uh, Who do you think was better Khan or Hatton now, if you're going to ask me the question, I'm going to give you the answer. Don't ask me a question that you don't want to know the answer to. One thing you have to understand about Khan and Hatton is there is no more loved British fighter in history, than there is Ricky Hatton, and I, and I totally speak for that as well. I saw that love firsthand when I was in England, and right. it, it, is quite, it is quite an amazing thing, and, uh, and it gives you goosebumps just to see it, and I think it's an awesome thing, but you can't let your love dissipate your thinking pattern. And so when I was asked who's a better fighter, Hatton or Khan, I fought them both. Naturally, I said Amir Khan because I fought them both, I was in the ring with both, and I thought Amir Khan was the better fighter. That doesn't mean I love one or the other more or I like one or the other more. It means I'm answering, answering your question, who do you think is better? And I said, Amir Khan is better. Now, I got assaulted by some of these fans on Twitter. Oh, you don't know anything. You've been taking too many punches. But I was in the ring with both of them. My last time I checked, I fought them both, not you guys. <laughs> like I, If anybody's in a position to compare, it's me. Hey, if you don't want do you me to know? compare, then, then, then don't ask me the question. Like, it's you think you, simple. You think you're smarter than the guys on also, Twitter? Yeah, I have to on. understand. Amir Khan did something Ricky didn't do. Amir Khan came to America very early. And once you come to America, you are taking on world-class fighters constantly. As opposed to when you stay in your country and marinate for a little bit, you're able to fight. Let's see, what did Ricky fight? while well, he was already pretty, a pretty well-known Castillo. fighter, but he didn't, come to, he didn't come to America, but he was already relatively well-known that he could have come to America. He was fighting guys like Michael, no joke, Stewart. He was fighting guys like Ben Tacky, who was shot. He was fighting guys like... I don't even know, dude. I mean, he it, it was he it was fighting guys that, uh, um, you know, he would not have been able to fight those guys in America. They would not, they would not, you would not have, you would not be 25-0 and 0 in America and get on HBO fighting the opposition Ricky Hatton was getting away with fighting in England. So, I also have to credit Khan for showing up to America in his early 20s, taking on me in his first fight, and then constantly fighting the dominant forces in his weight classes and even above his weight classes as we saw Saturday night. Yeah, he's going to take more losses, but he's also fighting a, a a hellacious schedule, a much more hellacious schedule than did Ricky. At the end of the day, Ricky got the big fights when he came to America. He was always a selling point, and he was a great fighter on his own, right? You know, let's, let's give Ricky some credit, but at the end of the day, if you want me to compare, you want me to compare that I fought them both, who was the better fighter? And I'm not saying I like one or the other more, I'm saying just strictly on a, on a better fighter, Amir Khan is a better fighter. Amir Khan would have cut Ricky Hatton up if they fought. And oh, then, what do you know? And, uh, and that's the thing, you know? So, so <laughs> now, now you wanna disagree with me? Hey, go ahead, you, you, and it's probably, if you're gonna disagree with me, odds are it's because you have that love for Ricky Hatton, and I'm right. not gonna knock you for loving Ricky Hatton. Ricky Hatton was a, an easy guy to love. Uh, he fought for the people, loved by the people. Uh, uh, Great uh, excitement he brought to the to to the fans of Manchester and England all all together. A funny guy, funny nice guy, guy. A personable person, uh, personality-wise. Uh, uh, you can never get enough of him. Amir's a great guy, too, don't get me wrong. But, you know, of course, uh, uh, Ricky's much more engaging. At the end of the day, none of that matters if you're comparing who's a better fighter in the ring, though. And I'm telling you, Amir Khan, Amir Khan is a better fighter inside the ring than Ricky Hatton. Love both guys. Both guys are terrific. Have a tremendous amount of respect for both guys i tell you who it was. Ricky H- Ricky Hatton was his own good fighter. Amir Khan is his own good fighter. Amir Khan is the better fighter. Dude, I-, I got things like, Paulie's bitter because Sachenko, he lost Sachenko, he, he lost his rematch. Like, dude, what, are you kidding me? What, what does that matter? What does that matter at the end of the day about who's better between it. Amir and Ricky? You know, like, what does what that fight even have anything to do with anything? You know? But... It was what it was. I wanted to just address that because I was uh, I was a big a hot topic on my Twitter page the last couple of days, and uh, I love both guys, but uh is a better fighter. I have a question
2: for you. Uh, Go ahead. On the undercard, anything stick out to you on the con? Uh, yeah, undercard? Curtis
0: Stevens almost knocked that undefeated Curtis, kid first out with a it counter was weird. jab. First <laughs> of all, no, he was in the right hand. No, the first yeah. when he stumbled. Oh in, yeah, yeah, it was a counter jab.
1: But here's the thing uh, about uh, Curtis's Curtis Stevens. First of all, I, uh, uh, I thought he was a. Uh, Vastly, I've never seen Curtis look so good. Dude. So, mm-hmm. shout out to John David Jackson, who yes. also trains Chris Algieri and trains uh, Sergey Kovalev, mm-hmm. uh, an, an underrated trainer. He told me you're know, trainers who were good trainers. John David Jackson is proving to be a very underrated trainer, and maybe uh, he's probably getting more notoriety than he deserves now. And uh, he he's he getting more notoriety like like he deserves, not that he deserves, like he deserves. And um, he doesn't try to get notoriety, no. right? John David Jackson, because here's the thing. He's a, the thing he about the ex-world fighter. champion fighters, not just ex-fighters, mm-hmm. the ex-world champion fighters is... They lived it from a standpoint of as a fighter, and they lived to the they they lived the extreme. Like they they won actually the world championship, right. so they know the importance of making sure the fighter gets the recognition and they do that and they go about doing their business and John David Jackson does his job in a in respectful demeanor in a respectful way and uh, he continues to improve fighters I saw a clear cut improvement in Chris Algieri when he got with John David Jackson yes. I saw a clear cut improvement in Curtis Stevens on Saturday night I've never seen Curtis be so active with his hands um, moving moving his head on the inside to mm-hmm. position himself for the punches Curtis always had a lot of power. He actually created that knockout as opposed to he right. usually needs you to create the right. knockout for him in the right. past. He actually went and created that knockout and that's a, a, a credit definitely to the way he was training with John David Jackson because I've never seen that in Curtis before. I've been calling Curtis since he was a teenager. Dude, you got to move your hands. You can't wait on the guy to be and give you the knockout. You got to go create it yourself. Finally, he found the trainer that got through to him. And uh, so, he, yeah, like I said, he's improved everybody I've seen him work with. He's Im- I saw Chris Algieri before John David Jackson and after John David Jackson. Clearly, Chris improved. I saw Curtis before John David Jackson after David Jackson clearly Curtis improved I did not see Sergey Kovalev before John David Jackson but clearly he's doing a good job with him too because Kovalev is an absolute monster in the light heavyweight division and John David Jackson is also his trainer so um, talk about when you talk about guys that are candidates for trainer of the year thus far I know Chris took a loss to uh, Errol Spence but uh, John David Jackson has been a a tremendous trainer we got to give a lot of got to give some credibility and and some uh, some good props to John David Jackson for the job he's doing with his guys as well the first fight
4: of uh, Algeria with Khan was uh John David Jackson yeah. Yeah. and he yeah. looked great yeah. great. Yeah. He, yeah. Looked great. A different face, he looked great. Yes.
1: Looked great. After the Pacquiao fight the, uh, yeah. the, the g went with John David Jackson and, and I believe he's he's been a, a different kind of fighter even a different mentality you know something to yeah. He wanted
0: to get le- let out of the cage like right from round one yeah as yeah. opposed to his other trainer keeping him in the
1: cage yeah, until the, the 11th time. round yeah. you know uh, yeah there was, there was no need Chris, there was no yeah. need John David Jackson saw that he could let Chris out of the cage much sooner Right, he was ready to be let out of the cage you get him ready in training camp so that you let him out of the cage right from bell one yeah you know? and that's what John does and honestly Chris has been an improved fighter regardless of the Errol Spence uh result Errol's a, a, a phenom uh, Chris is uh, an improved fighter with John David Jackson and I think he can continue to improve and come back I'd, li- even I'd like fight. to see Spence you'd like to, uh, see you'd like to see him with different promoters what you'd like to see him with maybe somebody <laughs> lets him keep his money actually oh,
0: ouch <laughs> yeah. oops I'd like to see Spence and uh, well obviously you want to see Spence and Brooke but I- I'm curious about Spence and-, and Khan also you know
3: yeah I don't
1: think that's gonna uh, th- these are not fights that are gonna get made unless they have to be made of course even Brooke and, uh, and, uh, and uh, Spence Tell you what, they need. They called Spence for another eliminator with Panamarev. Panamarev is Steve's, Steve Bash's guy. He's with Top Rank. Um, Steve is my lawyer. Uh, Panamarev is a good little Russian fighter, but he, he's young still. Uh, Panamarev turned pro like 17, so he's still like in his early 20s. If I'm Panamarev's handlers, I wouldn't even make that fight with Spence. There's no need for it. You I, I know what, I'm going to pass. I'll take a pass on this one. The kid is only maybe 23 years old, Panamarev. I'll take a pass on this one. You know, you no, I'm not going to s- risk ruining this young kid who's showing me some some promising a promising future. I don't have to throw him in yet. I don't have to. It's not. I don't have these. It's not make or break age yet. We, we can be a little bit more patient for a year or two with Panamara If I wouldn't do it, so in that case, that and can it, you I, get step aside money for something like that? I don't know. Can you get
0: step aside money? Yeah. You, turn, you turn down the fight. So no you're I'm saying, get- like, you know, if you push for it, because they they want they, people really want to see Brooke versus Spence, right?
1: Yeah, but Panamara, it- that means we would have to actually want the fight with Spence first. Yeah well, well, you Which could, you would lose To Brooke anyway You would lose to Spence anyway And then Brooke Spence. No what I'm
0: saying is If you like sold it that way And then tried Why to- would
1: you pay a guy That you're gonna beat anyway To step aside Usually a step aside Is like you know what This guy's it's a it's for risk. bigger money
3: you're gonna bigger. get the
1: bigger money anyway. Usually yeah. the step aside is like for the guy who's like risky, like you know what? It's and it's usually aside. a mandatory, right? That gets yeah, well it's d- mandatory that it's a mandatory. Uh Spence and and <laughs> Spence of is a mandatory, yeah. <laughs> but wait. <laughs> it's Spence. a mandatory eliminator. Right. For the That's mandatory what, it's spot. an eliminator. Yeah.
0: It's an eliminator. Yeah. It's not a mandatory. It's an eliminator. Well,
1: it's a mandatory eliminator. There's a mandatory and there's an eliminator. Yeah, yeah. Can you combine can you combine the can you combine the two words? Well, the right. the mandatory is for the championship. But you just a, made uh, that up. It's because it's you, a you, mandatory you, you, the mandatory eliminator <laughs> has to they have to fight each other unless right. somebody turns it down. Right, just right, like right. the mandatory positions, just like it it's
0: not a mandatory though. <laughs> what? It, it's just You'll, like a mandatory. Uh, if Errol
1: Spence wants to fight Kel Brook. He can't. Because he cannot fight to- Kel Brook without getting by the eliminator yeah. first, unless Kel gives That's him the shot That's what I'm saying. Well, so be- you cannot bypass your eliminator unless you unless you negotiate with the champion. I thought directly. maybe they could give him some step aside money.
0: That's what I'm trying to say. Who's on first? Because it's not mandatory. It's an eliminator. But usually the mandatory is who gets step aside money, right? The if mandatory gets step aside money, right? Because there's Wait, there's bigger money. Is in it a, the, in the in eliminator
2: a- to find out who the mandatory is? Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Who's on first? I don't know. Yeah, third base. Yeah, yep. what
1: came first, the chicken or the egg? <laughs> 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 it's just like what came first, the chicken or the egg.
0: <laughs> anyway, I don't
2: know. I'm just
1: trying
0: to create scenarios here. You know. are. You're, 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 you're doing a great you're, job with you're, that. You're,
1: you're creating the shit out of them. I will tell you,
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're creating. A, you're
1: creating, the, the
2: creating. I want to
0: see fucking Spence versus
2: Brooke I don't want to see him against this kid. All right, real quick, off the top of your heads, who the top three welterweights right now?
1: Right now, top three. Top Kel- Kel- bro- three Kelbrook, Kel- Brook, Amir Khan, Keith Thurman. Brook Thurman Th- yeah. and uh, the third is uh, up, 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 up for grabs. I can't can give it to g- Spence yet because he you hasn't can say done one. What- you could say Porter. You could say Con. It's 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 uh, it's up there. yeah. It's up there. The third. The, I think top two clear, are clear cut. Uh, Brook and Thurman, for sure. You know, and then. Uh, After that, you know you can you you number three starts to get you know I don't think there's a wrong answer don't get me wrong, but you know you can throw a couple of names that you wouldn't be out of the wouldn't be out of line to name them number number three. You guys think Tim Bradley's still in the mix? I think Tim Bradley's a good fighter. I don't think he's top three or four. You know he's also you know what it is also the former super lightweights have have it a little tougher to deal with the real welterweights. You know and and the guys we just mentioned uh, guys like Porter Thurman, uh, Spence, Brook, those are all real welterweights. They never campaign a super lightweight. so so you're dealing with yeah. Not only good fighters, but you're also dealing with guys who have uh, the, the mass to to put on you. At the end of the day, Tim Bradley's still a former super lightweight, so he still has to deal with besides those guys' skills, he would have to deal with the mass. And he's and, been in a ton. And, of, and he's been in a lot know, of tough fights as well. Yeah, you gotta give Bradley love for everything he's done. But of course, I don't think he can beat any of those guys no. to the same point Danny Garcia is also a former yes Garcia is also a top guy but they, former I, super lightweight I, 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 yes a yeah. former super lightweight so I rate him behind all those other guys you know obviously Garcia has done a lot you know and he's done very well but yes it's a, it's a difficult proposition for him to take on any of those other guys you know
0: a lot of good fights to happen in that division yeah.
1: I hope they happen yeah I guess we're starting with
2: Thurman and Porter
1: soon. So. Well, yeah,
0: I, I think that yeah. breaks through. That's yeah. like the breakthrough fight to, mm-hmm. to let these guys start giving each other L's. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> yeah. You, know.
1: uh, you guys have made I, I remain the mandatory for Leonard Bundu. I don't know what's happening with that. I've made some calls. I'm, I'm waiting for some kind of returns uh, to be told what's going on with that. I don't know. I. I need to know some to something concrete, or or a, or, a, or I guess I suppose a uh, a, a purse bid date will uh, will be announced. I really, I don't know how things are moving in that direction, but uh, I'm waiting. And I've, been, I've, been, I've been in the gym in, in Miami, and uh, I've been uh, working out, and uh, I've even sparred a couple times. You know, so uh, my weight's coming down a little bit at a time. Uh, Adriana Leem is in the gym every day and that's not that that's I spar her suck. but it's motivation enough to uh, just go to the you gym so you can go see down. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm surprised you're even here this week if she's in the yeah, gym every yeah. day
1: well Pete was just uh. telling me when I told him Adriana Leem is in the gym every day he said he, if I, he was down there in training camp with me he would go to the gym even on my days off. <laughs>
3: right. Yeah, I'd, I'd be, be in the gym on even Sundays. Even if it wasn't
1: Pizza
0: Day.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah even <laughs> if it wasn't cheese <laughs> Day. <it wasn't laughs> pizza Day. <laughs> right. Yeah, so that's. Uh, you guys uh,
1: met
0: your boxing quota. You can now talk about whatever you want. Yeah. Her, her clam probably tastes a lot better than pizza.
2: Hey, hey, hey. hey, oh. hey you're a practically a married man. <laughs> right, over I'm there. just,
0: I'm uh, assuming. I don't uh, know. I was. But what, you can imagine what
1: it'd like it. be like. <laughs> you <laughs> can imagine what it'd be like, though. Chris Farley <laughs> with uh, Adam Sandler and, 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 and oh, the um, Billy that, Madison.
0: That Veronica Vaughn is one piece of ash. <laughs> I know from experience. <laughs> no, no, not me personally, but a guy I know. Him and her got it. Oh. No, <laughs> no, they didn't. no, they did not. But you can imagine what it'd be like.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so what are we talking about? Your favorite uh, lady in the whole world. What happened with her? What's going on now? Your girl. Who? Hillary Rodham Clinton. What's Whoa. going on with Hillary Clinton now?
0: You love Hillary.
1: Why do we gotta talk about Hillary Clinton again? Fuck Hillary Clinton. She's a liar. thought you wanted life. to. Honestly, I don't want to. I uh, don't. I Skip don't it. want to. I really, uh, I got to be honest with you. I don't want to. I saw I saw Trump's tax plan, 25% <laughs> for the highest, 20% for the next lowest. I mean, at, right now we're at 40, thanks to the Democrats. <laughs> I mean, if Hillary comes in, it'll probably go to 43, 44. I mean, how much more in taxes are we going to pay? I mean, literally, you people at home get to keep twice your money if Trump wins. Uh, right. Imagine keeping twice your money. I, I know for like everybody else except liberals, counting your money ahead of time I, I, for everybody else, except liberals, we don't live just for today. We try to buy houses, we try to uh, have money in the bank, so that you know our future offspring can get left with something because we realize right. life is getting tougher. You and build tougher. a nest. But for the rest of you hipsters and liberals who like don't get a job because you want to live off making art or or you want to draw pictures and then sell them on the internet and then pay three thousand five hundred dollars rent, but but buy your food on Groupon, like so you, cause you don't give a shit because you don't give your shit about like you know keeping your money and saving it. Yeah, that's why you guys vote for like Hillary. But like for people like that work and like want to bust their ass and, and want to actually have something saved up for later, a 20-25% tax is a pretty big deal because you can actually save money and put it in the bank for a rainy day. You can actually save money if you have kids and like leave them with something for later on. You can even put money aside for your kid's college fund that, that you don't have to give the government. Why don't you actually... Like, I don't know. It kind of makes a lot of sense to me, bro. Like,
0: no, no. According to them, college should be free. Sure. Yeah. In what fucking planet are you going to go to a, a private school or a good college and it's going to be free?
2: Um, this planet and other countries, but you know uh, our country doesn't work on. that way. It doesn't. Yeah. And it, it does can't. It. I agree with you. It can't work that way. Listen,
0: should the banks not charge 18% on a student loan for 30 years where the person's going to be locked in for that? Yeah, of course. I should be a flat tax. The whole, one my, it
1: should be a flat tax, 1% or 2% on interest. Agree. Forget, I'm going to yeah. go one further. I'm going to go one further. Not every job in the world should need college, okay? Right. Like, if you're a UPS driver, you shouldn't fucking have had to drive, uh, have had to graduate from college. If you're all, I'm sure he wasn't planning on being a UPS driver when he was in college. Whatever it is, dude, they, they get you, you. everybody needs college <laughs> now you, now. Know
2: every, you know deeply. You know deeply. Dude,
1: you can go to a trade school. Like guys that work construction can like be apprentices. Like, dude, there's plenty of ways to make money where you don't need college. I want to know at what point the society starts going towards the, oh, well, he's got a college degree. I'm going to hire this person instead of this person. Like, what makes... Like, there are some jobs where a college degree doesn't make you any more qualified than a person without a college degree. Honestly. Hands-on is the best experience. There's you no Youssef. so yeah <laughs> wow That's yeah, right yeah so you know like I don't know I, I feel like and not, not that that's ever gonna change because that that, that society is, is in America has taken that situation too far that nobody can ever change that now that you know everybody needs college to get a job yeah now but it's college then it's, it's a, a master's built-in debt automatically right. it's a built-in debt you cannot start w- your life without being in a huge debt you know so it's, that's not fair that it's the way society has gone all on in this country it's not fair you know right. because there are, most jobs honestly should not need college. Some do. I mean, you got to be a doctor, a lawyer, uh, a teacher even. I get it. Dude, I mean, those are things where you know you need a special set of skills that need to be taught in a special kind of way. Totally, totally I'm for the college. I want my doctor to have done some good college. Right. I want my lawyer to have gone to some good college, dude. You if know You what I'm want saying? the
0: like, teacher teaching your kids to have some good college. Exactly. Right. But the lawyers and doctors make a ton of money and the teachers don't.
1: Yeah, of course. You
0: know, so that's a whole, whole
1: other can of worms. But I guess, so, you know? Yeah, of
0: course. You know, you gotta you gotta maybe up to teachers' salary a little bit.
1: Yeah, all right. And, and, but, and maybe right, not Bernie. necessitate college for everybody else, so you can make up for up in the teacher's salary. Because right. if you necessitate college for everything, even right. things that, that aren't needed for college, then you're gonna take it out on teacher's exactly. salary. Maybe if only people that need actually needed college will be necessitated to go to college, then you could pay the people that graduated college more now money. Now you need college then, to be a cop. Dude, that's I need what I'm co- I need college and eat donuts
0: and then drive around in the oh, car. Oh, and not
1: every cop does. But I'm just saying. So is on, saying is is that I'm true? saying. But that, no, you. I, I, yeah, that's, that's no, no. But like a, a fire it. department, they uh, want college credits to join the no, fucking no, 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 army. Yeah, we trying to say. I'd rather have a guy who has got some street smart, street brains more than a college uh, a, 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 than maybe a kid who's got a college degree who had no street smarts at all. If you're gonna be a cop, like you have to have a certain amount of degree of street smarts, street intelligence, intuition. You know that. You don't teach that in college, bro. I don't care how many college yeah. credits you got. The college for a cop is the police academy. Yeah, right, exactly. Right. You right. Police That's academy. What you why know, do learned. you have
0: to get? Why do you have to take liberal arts to
3: become yeah. a cop? I went cop. to college. I'm telling you, you don't. Yeah. It's all bullshit. So,
4: I mean, I like Trump, but the problem with Trump, that will keep me out No,
3: no, no. no, no. (laughs) Gio, (laughs) we're keeping you here. You Gio, listen we We're
4: gonna build a wall. We're
1: gonna build a wall. Around the Vietnam
4: Pasha, right? No, No. around Vietnam Yeah,
1: Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna build a wall. First of all, what are they gonna do? You you can't kick everybody out. What are they gonna just come in trucks like looking for people? Like, no, the problem problem? is he already
0: the problem is listen, Trump Trump is a businessman, and one thing he said was I'm open for negotiations. This is my plan, but if you don't like it, give me something better. Okay. So in but your case in my case in a lot it, of cases there's 11.5 million illegal immigrants no, I right? so what do they do? GLS visa is
1: almost expiring No my you know, visa is oh, almost whoa. expiring
4: right No no I'm, I'm explaining to you I'm, I'm as an investor I have mm-hmm. an e2 visa right right If I have to shut down the restaurant and I work in the United States for 10 years and I pay a tax for 10 years I don't have the right to apply for a green card as soon as the restaurant shuts down I have to leave.
3: Despite the, fact,
1: despite the fact that you've paid taxes.
4: And despite the fact that I sustain up to... Ten families, right? right? For ten years, yeah. right? You kick me out just because my visa expired. It's ruining jobs by you, jobs, ki- by right. you keeping. Li- I mean, it should I Should be agree case with by that. case basis. It, it should yeah. be. I it, completely agree it with be Trump, based, Trump about that. It
0: should be
1: based on what you're doing here. Yeah. Right? This man has a successful. successful yeah, what, what are have, you bringing? What are you the, contributed to this society? There uh, we go. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. you're if
0: you're in jail or you've been to jail, you can go back. You can go back to where you came from. Right. Yeah, my father t- went back. Yeah. Did they? T- <laughs> and my Forced <laughs> back. Yeah, yeah no? little does little does. <laughs> right now, my father, my father. Rest follow- in peace, to Pietro Senior. <laughs> yeah. Rest in peace, Pop. Um, if he would have listened to my mother when they got married, he would have became a citizen.
1: <laughs> oh no, yeah, You waited this long to tell us this story. What well, happened? Are
0: you kidding me? He said, "I'm no fucking American. I'm <laughs> well, Italian." My mother goes, "Yeah, but you could become American because I don't he married an American, be- right? Your mom's yes. Italian American, born here, so." I don't want to be American I'm Italian Okay And then he got himself Deported Nice <laughs> wow. So that actually Worked out great For my mother Because they were divorced <laughs> oh. she,
1: she didn't want him Anywhere near her At Right right, right. <laughs> I, well, I guess oh. he wanted To be Italian I guess he wanted To be He wanted to be Italian
0: He, he, he was Italian To the day he died <laughs> <laughs> How do you,
2: you say The name of the restaurant again? Villa de la no, via. Via. via, via, no, via, via,
4: via, via. 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 That may, I mean, if you translate it means the sh- way of, the peace. Street the of peace. The way yeah. of
2: peace. I want, I want people to know. Like, I just pulled up Yelp, and this is the last review on Yelp from Kendra K. Kendra. Kendra K. So sounds this is sounds like lo- a yelper. I'm, 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 yeah. I, didn't, I didn't. Sounds like a yelper. Kendra. I, yeah. yeah, I didn't go through. Yelp. This is the last review. Is on here the latest one. This has been my go-to Italian spot for years when I have friends or family in town. I love the rustic Italian decor and the coziness of the place. Giovanni always goes out of his way to (laughs) greet my husband and I. And make our experience even better. Get pasta; it is all amazing. I also love the tuna avocado bruschetta. We'll continue oh, t- t- no, yeah, the, the chef is unbelievable. Come say yeah.
1: with the, the oh, No, the, the chef. Chef Claudio. 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 Oh my God, is amazing. Claudio is so creative. Like he the makes, he and makes, the and the he it's, makes it's, us dishes like oh are off the menu because you know like he gets creative. Sometimes me and Anthony, my managers, go there and say Claudio. Do you yeah, Get just creative uh, That's and chef's have, choice Right Oh man uh, So whatever, good Unbelievable And if you're a soccer mm. fan It's even better yeah. Or uh, Football as the Brits call it. If you're a football fan You yeah. come for a big game It's even better The 28th We're gonna be there Real Madrid Atlético Madrid The Madrid Derby El Conchoneros okay. <laughs> Champions <laughs> League <laughs> Final Come to Villa de la Paz oh, I got the- engaged there
0: yeah, I took. And he's gonna,
1: it's gonna start his Bastille right. Day. How great is that? There one, with the Champions League. One day we'll be divorced. There, we're as gonna do some harmless
0: things later in the night. I'm gonna have a dinner meeting with my, little, my divorce <laughs> lawyer. <laughs> there. you got everything there. Everything you do right. in your life. Right, listen, I'm a VDP guy.
4: That's what I yeah. do. You know, I remember the day. Give me the ring. He said, Gio, just oh, keep this. And I was I like, I had
1: my, uh, I had
0: the ring in my nutsack. That's
1: a good place to hide Nobody will think it's this because you know, with all the tight jeans and it's smelling it. no 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 yeah, in, you know, the, in, the, in the in the like, box no, no, no. The, the box, box. smell is really shower no swell. yeah shower you, you didn't wear tight jeans that were too tight so that it would sweat
0: no I no, mean? but you know the jeans are tight you can't put anything the in the your jeans, fucking pockets you got engaged
2: in jeans Come on, yeah,
0: and a Balotelli T-shirt. Well, listen, this is a whole set. City T-shirt, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the yeah, Balotelli exactly. Man City T-shirt, yeah, <laughs> yeah. jersey. Yeah, <laughs> I had to go there and make like we were there for something else, you know. <laughs> but, so we
2: can't would have
1: been proud. You, a, you got an engaged in a uh, Man yeah. City jersey. It would yeah. love
0: that. He's still
2: not better than Khan,
0: though. <laughs> that's a that's a fact.
2: <laughs> guys, don't
1: get me started. I love both guys. Come on,
0: so bad. But I have some great memories of VDP, and I, I love going there. You could have your daughter's bat mitzvah there. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you really are a funny guy.
1: <laughs> On that note, are we done for episode fifty-three? You are dismissed. We did, we did well. We did well. Did Next week, I'll be calling in from Miami again. Sorry, folks. You know, I, I gotta figure out a way to like. Did you guys hear me good last time when I was in Miami? We
2: Skype. You got a computer,
1: or you don't do computers? Dude, I'm not that technological. <laughs> I barely it ain't. can tweet. It it it, I can do rocket
0: science. I know. He doesn't I know. know how to turn the computer on still, If we get somebody, I, I still somebody do DVDs, in Miami, still do DVDs instead yeah. of
1: Netflix. Uh, like I, I just if like. I yeah. like my generation. Dude, I have a laptop. like me. No, I don't have a laptop, dude. Are you kidding me? I <laughs> bought laptops and never used them. They, they I, I them. <laughs> bought S- like two laptops in my life and Pete adopted both of them. His sister, I think, adopted one yeah. and Pete oh, oh, adopted one.
0: No, I, I, I got that one back now. I got the, That's the, all the old <laughs> pictures <laughs> and all <laughs> that. Better, better than me using it. I don't know how to no, use No, it, use it. to Miami. We
2: teach her use Skype. It's Guy real easy. Boom. I Can I do something very Italian? Why don't we just all
1: go to Florida? That's it. Let's all go down. Gio wants to do Go you want to
4: do? I something. You know, in Italy, when you go in radios, things or like that or in Say, can I say hi to someone idea. <laughs> go, go ahead grande coach Michael Caporale that's it boom
1: <laughs> shout out to coach Michael, Michael Caporale boom <laughs> boom thank you never gonna there. give
0: never gonna yeah. give alright boom yeah Seth you gotta see the, the people S- that or? have gone to VDP Yeah. Danilo sure. Gallinari I hung out with um uh, you down
2: with VDP? From, yeah, you the spot. From know the Spurs. From yeah, the Spurs. That was like, VDP, Spurs. the place um, to be. Bellinelli, Bellinelli. Bellinelli's
1: brother I hung out with. Oh, yeah, yeah, there was. A uh, Oscar de La Hoya was there recently.
2: Yes. Yeah,
4: Oscar Excuse me, Poli Malignaggi is often there. Excuse me. I like to watch
1: my football. Excuse uh, me. As well. By the way, Gio is not just a fan of a uh, of, uh, European oh, football. Oh, don't even start. He's also an NFL uh, fan. There you go. And his name is Gio Bartocci, GB. So, who, of course, is he a fan of? Green In the NFL? the go Green Bay Packers, Packers. Go. you know he has no loyalty to New York because he's from Rome right. so he can you, when you're foreign you can choose whatever team you want to go with yeah. he, he picks the GB he goes he, to his Lambo. his initials are GB yeah? Giovanni Bartocci not only does he go to Lambo, you guys can YouTube Gio Garpy yes. tell him the story Tell uh, a story. Aaron Rodgers, you just won a Super Bowl. What are you doing? I'm going to Disneyland.
0: He's right next the to the Rodgers. He's going he's, he's on, on the, <laughs> <laughs> Some, he's on the YouTube okay, video. Man, Somehow,
1: Giovanni got on the field he, after he the Super Bowl. Just, after he he the Super Bowl, when, when the Packers beat the Steelers. So I, I, I only sh- he tro- can figure that out. With the security they have, he winds up on the field next to Aaron Rodgers when yeah. Aaron Rodgers is saying he's going to Disneyland. You after can the Super just Bowl.
4: Google crazy Italian Packer fan. Crazy Italian Packer fan. Crazy Italian Packer fan. Giovanni
1: Bartocci comes. Up, because no. he is one crazy Italian packer fan. The radio stations in Green Bay know him. He's like a celebrity. Yeah. He's like a mascot for the Packers. He goes to Lambeau at least once a year to watch a game. I get if they free tattoos in Green Bay. He gets tattoos for free in Green Bay. He is the <laughs> official Green Bay Packers mascot. He's got his own story on NFL.com. I'm, I'm not even yeah. kidding you, dude. Ten minutes. He's a huge. Here. This is not your average <laughs> European football fan. This is fan. He's an NFL football fan too. I'm not <laughs> kidding. He's, he's on NFL. Dot com. Yeah. Well, yeah. they, they actually
4: go. shoot a movie of seven, 10 minutes about
1: me. Yeah, i am seeing it. I just pulled it up. Giovanni deserves his own show. This is serious? Right now, he's a, he's a he's a visitor on on Brooklyn to the uh, world. Th- yeah, yeah. Don't don't say the
4: the word visitor with Donald Trump. Oh, All right. Oh no. no, no, has, no Raji, has Raji been in your restaurant?
1: I wish. Yeah. Tell me come over. The fridge. I mean, when next time the packs come, pack comes to play the Giants or the Jets. We'll have him over at uh, BDP.
4: I get actually thrown out twice by the uh, the stadium. MetLife, you got thrown out twice? Yeah. How
1: come? I fought I, I, started, started, I started fighting started With the giant fight. fans or yes. the jet fans Giants Giants Oh Geo, Come on We're giant fans I know, over here I know, you know I know, I know they, but, but you know No, because they were Talking shit about me Yeah what well, you're and, in No
4: I know <laughs> <laughs> And I was
2: like
3: <laughs> There yes, he oh. is Behind yeah. the room yeah. just, there How did you is, do that I'm I'm I
4: don't speak I don't speak
2: English That's all. From Italy to the Super Bowl From Italy to the Super Bowl From Brooklyn to the world Meets from Italy to the Super Bowl
1: Yeah That's crazy people really leave To go take another piss I guess so. And I think Corona. so. Shout out to Garona. I mean, you guys are really. Yeah, thanks, Corey. He Corona. really uh, jacks them down. Let's wrap say. it up. So, yeah, he, yeah I mean, he yeah. really sends them yeah, down the hatchet.
4: Check her out. Gray's crazy Italian Packer fan. Crazy I, Italian Packer fan. Getting, crazy Italian Packer fan.
1: He's a 10 fan. minute movie on NFL.com. <laughs> and, and Giovanni Battocci is up Zero there, money for that our, movie. Our guest for today. Anyway. And he didn't take fascist. any, didn't take any money for it. the bully. They can't yeah. afford the NFL. Yeah, right. All yeah. right, guys. Well, I, uh, Peter went to take another piss, so we're going to have to close, wrap up the show with him. We'll be back next week for episode 54. I'll call it in from Miami. Hopefully, when the, we'll get the technology straightened out. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll have Gio back another the timeline. Again, we'll announce at Via de la Pache on Instagram. Uh, check it out. Check out the right at Via de la Pache. V-I-A-D-E-L-L-A-P-A-C-E. Fantastic. At Via de la Pache. Come to see us uh, the 28th uh, for the Champions League final. We'll all be there hanging out and uh, we'll watch the Real Madrid versus Atletico Madrid final. And until uh, next week, later. Ciao, Belly.